Warning, some of the content on this podcast might not be suitable for all listeners. Or as RJ would say, Put your <laughs> fucking nerds away, you sick Canadian bastard. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Yammer time. Yammer time. Yammer time. Ouija boy, I have big news. Oh man, right off the top, coming in hot. Big news. Coming in hot with big news. You ready? Turn the boys down. I got them just cracked. A little bit of the orange tang in the club soda. They had no grape. No, 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 no. Let's try this again. again. <laughs> it's fantastic. It? What is it? It's what is so it? good. It's orange tang in club soda. Oh man, orange. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like a, it looks like a beer. What's that kind of beer that um a that you put, no that you put oranges into? The Mohawk. Oh yeah. A, a, a wheat beer, beer. high fison. I didn't say it in, no, um, what's that shit? Like they have it on top at the docks. The logo's <laughs> like an orange with a mohawk. They put an orange slice. Oh, so it's a wheat beer. Shock that brand is shock top. Shock top, that's what I'm thinking of. It looks like a shock but top. The, but it's the wheat beer. Any wheat beer will do that. No, oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, there used to be okay. Rickards White was one of the first popular ones. The more you know. You know, there, you know there's apparently 23 varieties of Tang? No. Wow. Yeah. You know what the most popular one worldwide is? Orange. Orange. Pineapple. Pineapple. Huh. Hmm. Pineapple. Wouldn't Walmart, guess that. Walmart only had this one. We got gravy flavored and cotton candy and <laughs> uh, goat fur. Cherry is a big one in the east. Cher- yeah. <laughs> no cherry. I don't know if that's, that's racist or just silly. He came back. What do you guys think of my setup here? What do you think? Is that Marilyn Lemieux? Yeah. Reed, you got Mary Lemieux in a frame. It's a little. He's a he's little back, out of the baby. picture there, but I'm glad he's still around. Is that a napkin holder? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So can you guys see what all my pictures are? Yeah, I, I see them. So I see a yammer, a stuck out here, a poutine. I, stuck out here uh, yeah, I didn't know if you'd be able to tell what the poutine was. That was all I was worried about. You sent us a picture on WhatsApp. You already showed us. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I shouldn't have. I get so excited. I got all these ideas and I'm like, I'll wait and show them. And 10 minutes later, I'm texting you about them. I just get so excited. I'm pretty excited about this one myself. I've been playing the music all day. I'm just loving it. Yeah. So we should say we should say to the listeners, uh, what episode are we at? Is this nine? Are we recording for number nine? nine? I, I think, think we just so. Did nine? I don't know. Maybe, maybe we did maybe eight. Nine. All right. Ocho. Well, welcome to Yocho. Welcome to episode nine. Nueve. We got real uh, special guests. Two special guests. We'll uh, keep that sure a secret. Did. We'll keep that a secret until the official intro. You're right. It's um, a good thing I don't have the music thing figured out or it would be spoiled by now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on lap three of this album. so Yeah, I listen to it all day too. This is a short album. So, um, so I have a Halloween related thing we should get out of the way because Halloween's over. But this is important because it's been getting my goat all day a little bit. So yesterday... We carved pumpkins. First time I've done that in years. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do something nice. This is going to be cool. Um, I forgot how much fun it is. I carved a guitar with some music notes around it. I was pretty happy with how it turned out. 
Someone I wasn't a hundred percent, but I was pretty happy. <laughs> um, and then Mary carved two. One of them had like a cat and some stars on it. And the other one was like your classic no. jack-o'-lantern face. So we put them out on the porch. We put candles in them. Every couple hours, I went out and checked, made sure the porch wasn't on fire. And then at about candles? midnight, I, I went out just I to make sure. Balcony. Pardon? You can call it a porch. It's a balcony in an apartment. I still don't live in an apartment, Reach, but um, oh. I like my thank you for being so attentive each week, though. Anyways, so I go out <laughs> to make sure the porch isn't on fire. At midnight, I was going to blow the candles out. This was, we were going to bed, and uh, the top yeah, I don't was. I don't have any more trick-or-treaters after midnight. Well, you just so leave I it open. It looks nicer. I say to shut her down. <laughs> A couple of 30-year-olds come over. Twilight children. What are you guys doing out here? No, so... Uh, we work midnight. The top was <laughs> knocked eight. off of... <laughs> the top was knocked off of the the, the one pumpkin. Um, and mine was fucking gone. Yep. What yep. do you mean, yep? I don't know well, why, why you're surprised. surprised. Yeah. Why are you surprised? Who are you? I, who are you think no one's gonna muck with your pumpkin? Well, why wouldn't they take all uh, of nobody. them? Nobody. And why would they, they like just take them? They like yours. They're the like, neighbors hat fucking jack o' lantern. Why did or why did your friend shit in a hat? <laughs> why did your friend why did your friend shit in a hat and stick the toilet paper on the fucking side of the house just because <laughs> yeah somebody okay. doesn't like it. You can't accept that fact. Somebody out there doesn't like you. I actually did think of the I, I said to Mary, I want to be yeah, angry. Mary, you think they drove down from Bayfield and stole your pumpkin? Maybe. I said, uh, <laughs> I want to be angry, but I did shit like that when I was a kid, so I can't really be mad. I more just wonder what they did with it, because usually you just smash it on the road or something. There's no sign of it. I don't know. I don't know if they... <laughs> yeah, they took it. Yeah, they what are they... It. It's gone. They, they, threw they it put it at their house? house? They rolled it down a hill. They did whatever they want with it, because it's theirs now. Yeah? I guess. You got hopefully they were deal with it, man. Like, they took care of it. Let you know? it ruin your November. So, <laughs> right. You it's just a bit of a bummer. You basically signed an agreement saying, "Yeah, this shit could get stolen or smashed." Yeah, yeah. actually, that. in a way, I'm happy because disposing of that shit when now it starts to, to get moldy it. in mid-November yeah. is terrible. So now I don't have to deal with that. I wish they would have taken the yeah. other ones. But just throw yeah. them in the neighbor's yard. Throw them off your balcony. Fucking onto the street. <laughs> Dave Letterman just, style. Just put them in the ditch in front of the house. Dave Letterman you know, style. You know how you truly, how you've truly gotten old, and, and you mm. really know that you've arrived to becoming like a really, a truly an adult, is that you enjoy wholesome activities such as apple picking and carving pumpkins in the fall. Oh, yeah. I got a long carving. Pu- it was it was actually really fun. <laughs> I hate carving. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan. Really. A I don't really mess. like many wholesome activities either, Reach. We um, actually no. had to move the puzzle. We had a thousand-piece puzzle. We had to move it off oh, the table yeah. a couple of weeks ago to make room for activities like pumpkin carving. Wow. And the Reader's Digest and the what else you got in there? It's old people-ish. There's quite a few old people things going on. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. We went to a pumpkin home? patch about a month ago. We actually <laughs> went to a pumpkin patch. We took some... On a wagon? Some, no, we didn't pay for the wagon ride. We just walked around. It was muddy too. We should have got on the wagon ride. Yeah, I'd save a couple of bucks. You know, free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, glide over it effortlessly and not get dirty at all. No, it was good yeah. though. It was good, wholesome fun. 
he empties that yeah. humidifier, dehumidifier in his apartment every day too, Reach. He's very, yeah, very, very regimented about it. Then <laughs> <laughs> an alarm that goes off, the microwave. Beep, beep, hey, there's beep, nothing beep. wrong with a little bit of structure, wholesome activities. It's nice. <laughs> Him and Mary jump up, humidifier! <laughs> race to empty it. <laughs> we water the plants Sit at the same time every week. Go. The cat's like still a little uh... skittish of it. It's like, whoa! It takes off to its room down the hall on the second floor. <laughs> Just past the elevator, second door to the left. <laughs> Mid-afternoon, they're sitting around. It's like, you know what? Yeah. feels like it's over 66% uh, humidity. You get to the elevator. You you've gone to too far. We're two apartments back. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. So what you guys? What did you guys do this weekend? Well, I heard, um you go. Today was the end of uh, it was the end of sober October yesterday, and I had plans to get absolutely fried, and uh, I decided I decided I got a good thing going this month, so I'm I'm sticking with it. And uh, Ayers and I went out for a couple beers, um, but I was in bed by uh, 10:30. I'm proud of you. Yeah, man, I I'm really happy with my decision. There was like this little voice in the back of my head that was thinking about keeping it going. And then I mentioned it to you and you right away were like, don't do it. And I was like, you know what? He's fucking right. I should read yeah. just disgusted yeah. by this. I am because I live vicariously through you. And now I've got <laughs> also read what is on your finger. <laughs> what? What is on your finger? You've no. been stirring orange tang with that. Finger? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> That's a classic smoke finger right there. Yeah, I wish it was. It's from the bikes. I thought it was dart hand. I'm like, oh, that's Pat Long's oh, dart hand. I, I know that. Dart hand. No. <laughs> from the bikes. Dart hand, though. <laughs> now you got me out thinking about it. Like, Old look. grease knuckle rage. Yeah. There we go. So um, what did you do, Reggie boy, for Halloween? Oh, man. I'm so glad you asked because, like, do you have the time? Do you have time to listen to the story? Okay. So I have slept all weekend long. It's amazing. <laughs> I woke up at like three thirty in the morning, like it was noon yesterday. Just kind of wandered around, had a bowl of cereal. Then an hour and a half, I was back to sleep. Just like that, all fucking day, all weekend. Beautiful. A little under the weather. You feeling all right? I wasn't feeling so hot like Friday. Uh, a couple times, you know. Oh no. And uh, so I was like, you know what? Like you need rest, man. So I just fucking overdid it. I feel great. So. I think I have an important follow-up question then is of all the sleeping that you did, how much of it was done in your bed and how much of it was done on random chairs throughout the house? I'm going to say 50, 50. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally. You just get up, switch location. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like like pickles. So we're going to get some weekly segments going on. Uh, The first one um i think this is going to be a personal favorite i really enjoy this one um last week we talked about <laughs> rj's uh habit he's had for the last couple of years of going on google and reviewing it's not a habit it's a hobby okay it's, not a it's habit it's not a habit it's a hobby, it, it's a hobby. For it. like freaking uh, okay geez. so uh <laughs> something rj's been doing for the last couple of years Reviewing random businesses around uh, Huron County, mostly, I would think. Um, yeah, so mostly, instead of, mostly Goddard's, really. But. Last week, we encouraged people to go and find the account and read through them. We take that back. Don't do that. What we're going to do instead is, each week, <laughs> we are going to get RJ to read one of his reviews to the people in a new segment called 
Regis Reviews. He goes there so you don't have to. Now it's time for Regis Reviews. I might add that it's not always a business. It's, it can also be a, a public space, like a park. I can review a park or such as this one. I'm reviewing a lighthouse. Some Probably something that doesn't get reviewed very often. You know, um, I don't see why anyone would review a lighthouse, why that would ever come up in their life. But today I review Goddard's Lighthouse. Here on Regis Reviews. Goddard's Lighthouse, five stars straight away. On a scale of zero to five stars, five stars. Great lighthouse. And my review is... If you're a fan of dated shallow water warning systems, this is your Graceland. Bridges reviews. Zip, zap, zowie! Did you guys listen to uh, Ivan's new, the four tracks, uh, that EP? Is it an EP or an LP? I never know what the fuck to call it. It's an album. It's got four tracks on it. It's real good. It's an ELP, as far as I'm concerned. Call it what you want. An EP. Okay. Extra long extended play? No, EPs. I don't know what those stand for. I don't know, man. I've never been able to. E-L, an LP is long play. Uh, I don't know. The artist's name is Ivan Rivers. The album is There's No Such Luck. It is four awesome tracks, and I highly recommend it. I know we talked about it last yeah. week, but now it's out. Yeah, it's great. Go Very check it songs. out. Yeah. yeah. Where's he going? Going around. Really, what are you making? Honestly, oh, like I didn't expect that uh, Tang Club soda to be so lights out. I'm making another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still kind of bummed about this. the pumpkin, guys. I'll be honest with you. Oh, come on. <clears throat> All right, I can't fine. You didn't expect it. Like, what do you think? It was so nice. They were not going to touch it. They're like, oh no, not that one. It's gorgeous. I don't know. I just, you know, Between you know what actually being... is the worst part of it is, uh, I don't like the idea of some some strangers being up on our porch kind of freaks me out. Like some people were on. Wouldn't happen you know if I you're mean? in Bayfield. Maybe you should move home. I don't know, man. My neighbor brought me pie a month ago. No one in Bayfield ever brought me pie. No neighbor of mine has brought me a pie. I think um, yeah. you shouldn't be surprised that someone touched it. Also, especially since you left it out after midnight. Like when you were a kid, yeah. You only trick-or-treated until like 9 o'clock or something, right? If that. Yeah, like what the, what the hell are you thinking, man? Trick-or-treating is not even allowed in Ottawa. There wasn't even any people. We just did it because it looks nice. Mm. So no one could see it? Yeah, probably not. No I took some pictures, you know, social media. Um, <laughs> That's all about, right? <laughs> um, something I wanted to talk about uh, – I don't really know why I'm going to do this shout out because the uh, person that I'd like to talk about is apparently not allowed to listen to this podcast. Of course he's not allowed to listen to this. But uh, I would just like to say thank you to a young man named Felix who sent me Mm -hmm. a homemade poutine monster t-shirt because he loves poutine apparently more than me. I don't know. I have my doubts there. I think it's almost impossible. I think we're tied, Felix. That makes his own t-shirts about how much he loves poutine. He's got you, man. It's true. I've poutine. never made a t-shirt. All right, he wins. Yeah. He's number one poutine fan. He's the head of the poutine club. Um, so, yeah, I stuck something in the mail for him to say thanks today. But, uh, yeah, I know his parents will hear this, or parent, he won't. But thank you very much, Felix. It's an awesome t-shirt. Someday we'll, we'll eat poutine together. Yeah, wearing those shirts. 
Well, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> poutine high fives. You have a handful of poutine, you still high five, and it just splatters everywhere. I took a picture for him where I used the letter he sent as a as a bib, a gravy catcher. Yeah. I had the t-shirt on and a homemade poutine some, in my uh, hand. Some good printing in that letter too. Some good looking printing. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids go on places. He yeah. loves poutine and he's he's a good writer. How old is he? Yeah. I have no idea. Thirty-six. Like, yeah. Molly, you'll know better than us. Molly's older. Okay, I know this. Molly's older than Felix, and Felix is older than no one, and the oldest one, uh, Ava. That took forever. Don't put this in the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna. Speaking of, uh... I kept thinking Anna. I'm like, why is Anna in my head? I'm like, it's not Anna. <laughs> Anna. Ava wouldn't come out of my mouth. But Ava's the oldest. Ava's a teenager now. Then there's Molly, who's not a teenager. And then there's Felix, who's definitely not a teenager. So that's how that's how old the kids are. How old they are. Speaking of. Speaking of uh, shout outs, let's give a shout out to brother Nate for the hockey Newfoundland sweater that I stole from him when I visited him in Newfoundland. <laughs> shout out Nate. So I, I, I uh, give a shout out to my toque. Look at I'm like right in the vortex of the kitchen. Yeah, you got that slanted ceiling. It looks funny. Yeah. So Nate came over uh, yesterday or the day before and uh, he hadn't listened to the pod yet. And I said to him, uh, there's something in the pod that you're not going to like. I know you're going to text me or call me right away. So let's just get it out of the way now. And I said, I talked about the Rambler, my favorite bike, right away. That was my fucking bike. I'm like, I <laughs> knew it. <laughs> we both thought it was ours. Like, well, great. I have it recorded, Nate. It's on record that it was my bike. So you can argue all you want. You're just fucking shouting at the sky. Everyone knows well, that it was my bike. Well, I'm, I'm sure he's listening to the pod by now, and I didn't get any fucking text about my football. Big surprise. No, that oh wasn't your God. football, man. <clears throat> you know what the weirdest thing about this football was, Reach? This is this is. What? I don't know where you got it. It was so silly. So Miami Dolphins turquoise football? No, no, close though. Even worse. It was. <laughs> it was not full size. It was like a kid's like nope. half football. <laughs> yeah. It was a Cincinnati that. Cincinnati Bengals. So it had like tiger nice. stripes on it. Black and I orange. had no idea where yeah. I got it. Yeah. I was, I was, that was a good guess with the turquoise Miami Dolphins football. Yeah, actually, that I was, was surprised really that you knew that it was a funky ball, not just a regular football. And you knew you know, it was like a small you, ball because you could just fucking hum it. Yep, it was fun. It, it was easy to yeah. spiral. At the and beach, it was great. Yeah, I think that's where you guys lost it. Now. I was going to say, it's probably still in the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphin. You know, it's a, a weird thing that I remember getting right here as a on kid. Dolphins. You guys had a, a hockey game in Forest at one point, and uh, on the way back, Dad had to stop somewhere. I think it was like a hardware store, and there was NFL pens at the front. And I really wanted an Oakland Raiders pen, and Dad bought it for me. Really? Yeah, it's a weird memory. Kids I, are I, so I, stupid. They just you yeah. you didn't go into that store wanting that. You saw it and were like, "Dad, I have to have this," and you know that he was probably like, "Oakland fucking Raiders, like what is wrong with you?" Yeah. And Still NFL, too, we didn't watch what football. No. It's so strange. Well, I remember brand. when I was... You, uh, you what? It was a brand. That's all you wanted. Yeah. yeah. I did it too. When I was... I uh, thought the logo looked cool. <clears throat> when I was, like, real, real, real young, uh, 
we went to see Sharon Lois and Bram in Buffalo. Like I was three or yeah. four. And uh, yeah. I remember we stopped at this one store. I have no idea what it was, but there was Buffalo Bills gear. And it was the first time in my life I actually saw a football helmet. It was fake. Like it was a plastic, like it, it was a toy set. It wasn't real, <laughs> but it had the pants and a jersey and a helmet. And I fucking wanted it so bad. Like something about a football helmet, not a hockey helmet. Like I thought it was the coolest thing. And like I begged mom so much in that store and didn't get it. Fuck for years. I was bummed out that I couldn't have a football helmet. <laughs> Maybe you thought that's all it took to get on the team. Like you just fucking sh- you just show up with that gear on and like, oh, he's one of us. Come on in, sir. Come on in, sir. Yes. <laughs> What'd you say? You were four? Wow, you already have the helmet. Good for you. <laughs> Rookies are getting younger every year, I swear to God. Yeah, I was <laughs> bummed about that for a long oh, time. You must be on the special team. He's a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Me the motor at me. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another weekly segment we should tell people about. We're gonna start putting out a uh, weekly poll on Instagram. So play along. Fun for the whole Yam family. What about hot sauce? You want to talk hot sauce for a minute? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. I got something to say straight out the gate. All right, fire. Fucking pepper gravy. What is that? <laughs> Mary with the pepper gravy? I told Mary, I'm like, uh, she doesn't like anything spicy. I'm like, you should just make up something stupid to get Reed fired up. Because she was just going to say she doesn't like I'm like, put fucking pepper gravy or something that doesn't exist. pepper gravy for days. She's been fucking burning inside of me. I'm like, the fuck is pepper gravy? It actually made me think of the uh, peppercorn sauce from the docks, though. Yeah. Because it's got a bit of gravy in there, peppercorn, some wine, some other shit. Uh, that Jackson, stuff is delicious. Yeah, peppercorn brandy. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good sauce. But yeah, no, pepper gravy is not actually a thing. Mary was just trying pepper to get it fired gravy. up. <laughs> actually, I had, I had one, uh, somebody, it was Tyler, commented on my account, um, not the Yammer one. Sweet chili sauce. We didn't mention that at all, but that's yeah. that's a good mix of the sweet spicy. Like what are we talking? Sweet, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm it's a bit too that. sweet for me personally. Yeah. I'd rather have some Frank's Red Hot or something like that. It's like it's like I, you go for wing night and that one fucking moop in your group gets honey garlic. Just go get Chinese food, guy. You obviously don't want. <laughs> honey I like yeah, I never. I honey like garlic Pat doesn't sound said. good. Pat had a he had a he had a rundown. that was like uh depending on the context. Sriracha is like hot ketchup for each. But different types go better with different kinds of food. <laughs> Buffalo is better for wings, but mango mango habanero goes good on Mexican. Yeah, that sounds great. That's fantastic. I agree with them. Yeah, a I buffalo mean, wing, you can make all the fancy-ass sauces in the world, but just buffalo wings, is it's a classic. Yeah, you your hot sauce and your melted butter. That's your buffalo sauce. Great. <clears throat> it's, that's banging. Remember that night, Reg, when uh, you, and, you and Coco convinced me to go to Goddard's with you in the taxi? And, uh, and I usually, you, you taught me to not eat when you're drinking Ah. and I usually was pretty good about it. And then we were pretty drunk and the only people in the place and Coco got like a big platter, like 30 hot wings sent out or something. 
And you yeah. weren't eating it because you don't eat when you drink. So it was like, okay, me and Coco, we got to down these wings. And I ate way too many. Got back Sleep. in the cab. And uh, the second we got home, I didn't even make it into the house. Threw up Talk. all over the side of the driveway. It was disgusting. Yeah, like when I drank, man, I drank for one reason. I didn't drink to socialize. I drank to get wasted. Yeah. You're smart about it, right though. Right With like food, you would just like, even if you wanted it, it was like, nope. I don't do that when I'm drinking and like, it's the way to go. It's when you start Sorry, cramping up or getting tired, you get sluggish, you get sick. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I learned that lesson the hard way. Thing. Okay. All you kids out there, you know, just getting into drinking, <laughs> lay off the soda crackers and brown sugar and just get fucked up or you'll get sick. <laughs> I would love, I've, I've, fucking, I've been a couple of times where I'm like, man, I would love to be drunk right now. I can't believe I can how still, well you're doing. I, I can still do it. I just, I just don't do it. Yeah, it's awesome. I would like to see how fast I get drunk now. I made fucking three pints. I'm a fucking white girl. Just so the other night, uh, the end of sober October, me and my buddy Ayers went out uh, for a couple drinks on Saturday, and I had one beer and then three gin and club sodas, and I had zero fucking buzz. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, that's annoying. Hmm. Yeah, it was really strange. What was really weird is then on uh, Monday, I had to get my tires changed. Um, and there's a bar right across the road from where the tires get changed. And I had some programming to do like online shit. So I literally just like walked in to this bar and was like, Hey, like, do you have a spot with an electrical outlet? Like I need to work on my laptop. And then she's like, yeah, sure. And she hooks me up with a nice spot. And then I ordered a pint of 50 and I had one fucking pint. Oh, 52. It was fantastic. God, that sounds good. <laughs> and yeah. I, I walked out of there being like, I have a fucking buzz from one pint, but I think it was just, I hadn't, I didn't have a lot of food in my system. Huh? But uh, I felt more buzzed off that one pint of 50 than I did off four drinks on the it's Saturday. It's beer dash, man. It's that fucking the, the CO2 in the, in the draft beer. Oh, what, like be. It hits, it hits God, you harder or something? 12 pints of 50 right now. <laughs> oh, God. You know what, Reg? I thought mm. of you when I ordered a 50. It's like between you and Michael, just a little cycle. Tim's the one who got me on the fucking 50. It's quality. Way back in the day. And it, it, because of us, it's always been available somewhere in Bayfield. Oh, God, I watched them right now. <laughs> Tiny anyway. beer store open until here. Are we hitting up the uh, hot sauce? Did anybody else respond? Anything we want to talk about? Or was that most of the responses? Uh, I think, um, let, me just, let me check. I think Kelly been mentioned uh, Cholula. We have the, oh, yeah. We have the Cholula. Yep. It's a good one. And uh, what about the poll itself, she, Tilly? She said, what was it, she said it changes everything. Yeah, it's a, it's a game changer. The Cholula. It was a uh, sriracha or not sriracha, and what was the final tally? I don't know. Let me, uh, let me have sriracha. It was sixty-two uh, percent for not sriracha. I don't think I voted. I made the thing, and I don't think I voted. <laughs> so funny because you're like, yeah, let me do it. I just need I need to figure out how to do this stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't vote. I was I was too busy being impressed with myself that I fucking got her done. Yeah, we're going to keep that up. The weekly polls, that's going to be a fun thing. Every Monday, we'll fire one out. It's going to be awesome. Coco's Inferno, it's a good hot sauce, man. It's fucking hot. Yeah, I can't do it. I think it's time to plug the papa. Eh? (laughs) Yeah. That papa Coco. He's got the meat pies. He's got the sauces. He's got the aiolis. He's got the mac and cheese. He's got them everywhere now. He's got them at the old mill. The old mill. 
Who's buying leather jackets and macaroni? You are. That's who. <laughs> Where's the other one? He's got three places. Shanahan's. Ultramar and Blythe. Ultramar. That's it. Yeah. Fill up and some jalapeno aioli. Get a meat pie. Yeah, the sauces are are awesome. Papa Cobos. Can't go he, wrong. He, uh, that interview he did with uh, Trevor Bassinet the other day was pretty cool. Yeah, good interview. I was talking to Coco that day, actually. So um, he's in he's in full interview mode, just so we know. Not only does he make delicious food, but his Instagram feed, the Doc's Instagram feed, is awesome. Fucking lit. <laughs> the, it gets better the longer the mullet gets. What's <laughs> with that hair? Like, <laughs> he's been joking for like ten years. That? He's been joking for ten years. I'm just waiting for mullets to come back, and I honestly thought he was kidding the whole time. He wasn't. He was serious. No. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come back. He'd still be waiting. He had to bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, for anyone interested that wants to see our friend Coco's mullet, uh, this Instagram is the underscore docs, D-O-C-K-S underscore bar underscore Bayfield. And what a lovely mullet it is, dear God. He's got a- <laughs> this uh, the- episode to cook him a pop of cocoa and uh, the- gives you a behind-the-scenes look at it. <clears throat> Uh, the, brand. the fourth video, the fourth video on his feed, he's got a backwards hat with a pencil tucked into it and just this beauty mullet flowing behind. Well, every Friday is Fancy Hat Friday. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, man, that's quality. Yeah, there's uh, good stuff there at the, the docks and Coco and love support the local businesses. And if you're not from there, still support them. Get there. Yeah. He goes, oh, dear. Hey, uh, I purposely did this so you guys could help me. See the new setup here? Oh, the soda cans. Which hat should I put on? I wanted you guys to pick. <laughs> I vote Sleepy Punk Recordings. Yeah, I'm down with that. Of course. You guys picked <laughs> the one that doesn't really fit me. It's kind of tight. <laughs> That's okay. All right. We're in the game. We're in the game. EA Sports, you're in the game. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, this one, the painter's hat from Home Depot. These are a buck ninety nine. Ever seen one of these? Mm. <laughs> I, like <laughs> I used to show up with this on job sites when I worked for Nate. He fucking hated it. I'm like, what, man? It's a work hat. They sell them in Home Depot. <laughs> Wear it all day. I wish we had a Home Depot. I want some of those. <clears throat> They're nice. Two bucks. They're like paper. How about? This weather, though, what's going on up your way? Beautiful. We oh, haven't got yeah. it yet. Baby, we got it today. Yeah, we're supposed to Come tomorrow. On. All week, all week. Gorge. That'd be great. I want to take this eighteen degrees on Sunday. Middle school, get it pregnant. Right. Just love it. <laughs> got all the bikes yeah, put away. Beautiful weather. With the real good, huh? <laughs> real good, yeah. Hey, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you guys about, I'm, uh, it's kind of like the hat thing, how suddenly I became a hat guy again. I got into another fairly common, uh, a common thing. It's this um, time of year again. I want to know where you guys stand. Slippers. Where are we at? Oh, Dude, I'm wearing slippers right now. Love I had no idea love how amazing they slippies, are. But slippers all day. Slippers. Second I'm in my house, I'm wearing slippers, man. Wow, These even with really the shorts, too. eh? Oh yeah, these are UGG slippers, man. They're comfy. Oh, those aren't those aren't cheap. Look at this guy. 
I'd eat, no, I'd eat that. I would never buy I'd eat those slippers hair. That, those slippers are hair. I'd eat it. I went super <laughs> cheap, but they're still amazing. They're. Uh, I got. I got polo, polo Ralph Lauren slippies. Oh shit! Wow, See, I my love slippy, You guys got moccasins, yo. Those are those are good slippies. I got the fucking classic like sole, and they cover the toe shit. Like oh, I don't like that with no with no backing. Don't yeah, like it's that. Like a, it's like a bizarre flip I don't know if it's yeah, the way I walk or what, but I'm fucking kicking them off every step. I wow, hate that. Ugh, wow, you gotta yeah. curl your toes while you walk. That's bullshit. Ooh, like on the yeah, beach. walking around the house. Clapping yeah, around. No, just relax. Uncurl those toes. Get a back on those yeah. slippers. What, 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 what am I doing? I got time to curl. Did we just, <laughs> did we just come up with a weekly poll? I think, uh, oh, how yes. do you like your slippers? Slippers. Is it, is it, uh, is it a slipper with the heel covered? Is it like a, like a, a moccasin or a bizarro indoor flip-flop? 100%. Yes. That's the poll, man. Write it down. Who's taking notes? That's the poll. <laughs> I'll remember. Get the cardboard outreach. <laughs> uh, I, I, I recycled it. Uh, Sharpie dried up. He left the cap off. It's like every ounce. Oh, I, got the, I got Sharpie right here, I think. Big, big Lair got a hold of it. There's no ink left. Yeah, Big Lair. Man, what's going on down the road, Lair? Fucking every fucking emergency vehicle in town parked out front. Oh, that's scary. I don't like that. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to our first edition of our weekly segment dubbed Yam Jams, where the three of us all recommend a song that means something to us. Sometimes it'll be sentimental, and sometimes it just feels right. Whatever the reason, we'll choose a song, and we'll tell you why we chose it. You can follow along and check out all of our weekly Yam Jams on Spotify and Apple Music with a playlist we have made called Yam Jams. Two words, Yam Jams. Enjoy. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> what did I pick? I picked. Um, it was. It's a cover that I didn't know existed. I didn't know this version of this song existed. It's Aretha Franklin covering uh, "The Weight" by the band. And my oh my, this is a steamroller. It, it's uh, it's pumping, man. It's got soul, and it just builds and builds for the entire track. And you get the backup singers, and it's Aretha. The, the, Queen of Soul, how you, right? Like, how do you how do you spell her name? I'm gonna add it to our playlist right now. So. Aretha A R E T H A, as in Aretha. Right, got it. <laughs> Franklin, as in the turtle. And then, uh, sorry, that jam was called the weight. All right, excellent. It's a cover of a, a song by the band. It's a, in their version. The original, a dope version, but it's kind of a slower jam. But Aretha punches this shit out of this song. I see two uh I see two versions of it here. Oh my. I'm learning something here. I'll be honest with you, Reed, on that one. You uh you're gonna teach me something because I'm familiar with the band, like as a name, the band and Aretha Franklin. I don't know either one of their songs. Like I don't know any band you, you songs. Know if you hear the weight, you'll you'll be like, ah, I I know this one. Okay, okay, but yeah, I've definitely never heard Aretha's version, so this will oh, be cool. It it popped up on a YouTube music playlist of mine, and I I stopped what I was doing, and went and found my phone wherever it was up here. <laughs> I was like, what what is happening right now? Who's doing this? Love those I, kind like, of songs. I knew it was Aretha, but I my brain wouldn't let me believe it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> My uh, my yam jam of the week is uh, I'm I'm doing a little bit of a cop out here. 
because uh, we had the boys on from Stuck Out Here. I'm going to go with uh, Robin Tunney. Stuck Out Here, Ooh, last track baby. on the latest album. Still can't get enough of it. I just listened to it right before we started again. Like it's, it's been probably at least once a week, usually more for over a year for me. Embarrass you, bore me. Hey, that's just, uh, it cut out. out. What did you, what'd you say? Last 10 seconds. I didn't named pretty much every song on the record. Like there's not a bad song on that record. No. In my opinion. No, like, I, I don't skip any of them. Not, I listen to the whole yeah. album front to back. It's not that I'm like, well, move along. No, no. I want to fucking hear it's this. a great album. But yeah, my song, uh, Robin Tunney. Check that one out. What about you, Tilly? I went with uh, Tash Sultana and the song Jungle. Fucking right, you did. I had a good such jam. A, it's just such a good song, man. Um, you've no. heard it before. I played it when we were at the cottage. Okay. The way I stumbled upon it is just one day I had a uh, a playlist going on YouTube and uh, yeah, it just all of a sudden popped on just like Reed said. It was one of those songs where I stopped what I was doing and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had one of those forever. And uh, the video on YouTube is really cool because it's just like, basically looks like her in her living room with her guitar, a mic, and I think she's got some kind of like fucking pedal there that she's fucking around with. Yeah, I remember that. When you see the roommate poke her head around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> like the roommate's like clearly in her bedroom and just like can hear something going on in the room. She's like, what in the fuck's going on out there? You just hear her go. <laughs> I think it was you that sent me that region. Yeah. You're like, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for the roommate. Yes. The roommate is like, oh, she's recording. Hey, it looks like there's more than one playlist on Spotify called Yam Jam. Two words, one Yam what? Jams. Two words. I love that. Two words, Yam Jams. Okay, that's better. Fuck them. Popular title. Well, yeah. Who else yeah. is yam jamming? Yeah, I don't know. really like fuck. I wouldn't have Some thought freaking Yahoo. Sweet potato songs were such a big thing. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Sweet potato songs. Sweet potato. <laughs> I fucking hate that song. That'll never be one of my picks, by the way. Oh, the sweet potato, yeah. Coming up on the Yammer Podcast, we have local punk icons and heartthrobs Cam Laurie and Patrick Armstrong. From the group stuck out here. Great boys, great band, great tunes. We discuss everything from throbbing hearts to iconic punks. Come up on the Yammer Podcast. Just a quick heads up. We did have some connectivity issues two or three times throughout this talk. We just cut out the pauses and left everything else. So if it sounds a little strange at parts, that's what's going on. There's no funny business. So uh, yeah, here it is. Enjoy. What up, potty people? What's up? Cam. Pat, Cam, oh, Patrick, welcome. Patrick, Look at his name, Patrick. Mario. There he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of friends in the background there. Holy moly. You got yeah. all these friends. I just oh, take stuff from work and put oh, it on the go. Wow. Where do you work? Universal Records? Like, what do you do? I work, at, uh, I work at Bud Stage in the summers and at Scotiabank Arena during the winters. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> Gross. Yeah, you've you have got a really, really cool job. Some of the uh Instagram posts during the playoffs there mm-hmm. when no one was allowed in the arena. And you're uh me. Yeah, you're posting hockey game pictures. It was amazing. I was actually bragging that I knew you. I was telling people, 
I know a guy who's allowed in that building when no one else is allowed in that building. So straight up during the like. Let me tell you, their reactions out of this world. What? They didn't There's believe me. In that building when no one else is in that building. <laughs> during like that second last Leafs game, and like huh? they were down by three points going into the last five minutes. They um, so I was like with food and beverage then, and they were like they got an order to take Columbus like a couple cases of beer. So they took it down like within the last five minutes, and then all of a sudden, Toronto just started scoring. You know, <laughs> like, two goals, go three grab the goals. beer, bring it back up. <laughs> it was like, take them all the beer, take them all the <laughs> losers, beer. Losers like, don't get beer. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's awesome. Losers don't get beer. Let's take a minute to let everybody know. Uh, can yeah, I know who's here. We have some. Uh, Ryan, want to let people know who joined us here? Yeah, well, we are going to do a, a, a probably yeah. there will be an intro before you guys connect, just so you know, we're not just going to like dive in and let people figure it out. But uh, yeah, we have Cam 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 Laurie and Patrick Armstrong from uh, I would say I would say uh, can we say punk rock superstars, rock and roll superstars? What do we What do we go with? Indie rock superstars. First of all, just great guys. Um, But they're from the band Stuck Out Here. (laughs) Highly recommend checking it out. I believe we've talked about it before, actually, on the pod. But you can never get too too many plugs for the Stuck Out Here. So check it out. Probably going to talk a bit about music, but uh, we're probably going to we're probably going to try to talk about a bunch of other stuff too. If you guys are all right with that, you guys have uh, interesting things going on. So, yeah, man. I have yeah. a piece of cardboard with many. RJ has many notes. Things. <laughs> so get ready. So number, first That's question: like, like, where in the world are you guys right now, Cameron? Where are you? You're in Toronto. I'm in the belly of the beast, baby. I'm in Toronto. Yeah. Yes. I'm yes. like a block and a half away from Pat. No way. Yeah. Do you guys have soup cans on a string? <laughs> I wish. We should. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Zip line. So that answers my second question of Patrick, where in the world are you? <laughs> so, a block away. That's, that's all I got on the cardboard here. Um, Patrick, cheesecake, go. Your thoughts. It's good. Um, I've been di- I've been diving into you guys. Uh, you guys love the cheesecake. It's good. I like it. You have an Uncle Tetsu. Oh, yeah, you guys are in uh, – there's an Uncle yeah. Tetsu in downtown Toronto. You hit that up? I, I haven't yet, one. but uh, no? I feel like you know more about Toronto cuisine than I do. I just, I just Google good cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah. I know Franz yeah. and Uncle Tetsu. That's that's the extent of it, really. I've and had Burger Priest. Oh. Burger Priest. Oh, yes. Do they have yes. cheesecake? No. Franz? Franz or Burger Priest? I don't know. I was going to say Burger Priest. No. They have cheesecake? I uh, no. ran into uh, Bayfield's favorite son, Bronson Cook, at uh, Burger Priest at Woodbine. Uh, like really? Yeah, he was working there. Oh, wow. I didn't know What do you that. mean he's working there? Like making burgers? Yeah, like uh, this is probably like five years ago now. I don't know. A long oh, time okay, ago. okay. I thought it was like last week. I'm like, what? What happened <laughs> no. here? Living in Varna, working at Woodbine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy commute. Yeah. yeah, get a lot of time to listen to the Yammer podcast. That's true. They pay for his mileage. You know, you get paid by the mile. So, <laughs> Cam, what, what are you sipping on? I was just gonna say, Cam, what are we drinking? What do we got, got going a, on there? Little uh, bourbon soda with a little bit of lemon juice. Why not? Why not? Right. Sunday. I got some grape tang. I got some oh, grape tang. That's good. And uh, there you go. I gotta keep swiping between screens because I can't get five of you on. So oh, Cam's really? off and like. Cam's off on his own page here by himself. Like right now, I got all you guys, and then I got to feel bad for Cam, and I swipe over there. He is. 
See, one thing I wanted to ask you about, Cam, the, uh, you have a bit of a new uh, career going on lately in the last month or two. I've noticed you've started modeling. Yeah, yeah, I've started modeling because uh, my partner, my, uh, Hallie, whose name I was on Zoom. I was kind of wondering whose account you were using. Breaking into the Yammer podcast. Yeah. Uh, she started a, a tie-dye business that's just taken off like gangbusters. So my yeah. whole apartment's just filled with tie-dye. <laughs> and uh, That's amazing. You need, you need good-looking guys to model that stuff, and I'm the only one in our apartment. So. Yeah, some of them. I'm like, Ooh, wow, that that's uh, that guy. He's been practicing those yeah. poses. Yeah, that's <laughs> see his catalog. You want to give a little uh, plug or shout out to uh, so people know where to get their tie dye? I do. Yeah, it's uh, it's really great stuff. It's called Big Mood Crew. It's only uh, run out of uh, an Instagram page right now, so I think it's just at Big Mood Crew, uh, and it's all custom. Like she's got a bunch of stuff up there, but you can private message her and. And she does. I think I saw and some today. The crop top looked real want. sharp. Oh, thank you. And if you don't want uh, tie-dye, you can just print out the pictures of Cam modeling and draw hearts over the face and hang yeah. them on your wall like I did. There? Yeah, where's, your, where's the one on the back right now? <laughs> oh, man, I was busy getting this. Do you guys recognize any of the pictures in my little studio here? Yeah. I, I do, you. but kind of oh, too far yeah. away, eh? Yeah, I got to squint at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a stuck out here album cover and a stuck out here uh, picture. I don't know what that's from. Promo picture, album picture, maybe. That's, that's yeah. Uh, that's the back, <laughs> uh, back photo cover or like insert co- uh, photo on one that, album on that record. Yeah. Is and it illegal shot. for me to just print these things out and hang them on my wall? Because that's what oh. I've done. <laughs> Only people that'll sue you is me and Pat, and we're okay. We're <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Ivan and Emmett, I guess, have signed a waiver somewhere. Okay. <laughs> you guys have all the rights to the posters. <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> Good job. I'm just checking out this tie-dye stuff. This is unbelievable tie-dye stuff. Yeah, yeah just so you guys know, when RJ disappears, uh, it means he's playing with his phone. Right. He's still oh, okay. there. He's just playing with his phone. Yeah. He's not frozen. That's not... No, no. That's not, just... this week. not this week, pal. Good try, though. No, no. <laughs> We actually have some solid Wi-Fi going on. You guys get good Wi-Fi in Toronto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're happy about that. Oh, yeah. that. Good city Wi-Fi. So do you hey, guys... Uh, look, oh, now I kicked, somehow I kicked Tyson off the main screen, and he's in a room all his own. Yeah, I don't know how oh, Zoom yeah. decides. Mine's all shifting, too. But everybody's on yeah. one, but it's just like, I don't know what's going on. Well, I'm on the iPad, so I got all five of you. I mean, not here. You're not you getting anything by me. <laughs> I got to switch to a different. I got to go to the living room to find you. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk music a little bit or read? You got more uh, cheesecake. No, I, yeah. I just had cheesecake. I have some music questions. I wanted to steer away from the music because I'm sure you guys have answered a lot of music questions in your day. So, uh, but I did have a couple. Um, so for both of you, I guess we'll start with Pat, just because you're on the left on my screen. So it's like reading a book left to right here. Um, yeah biggest influence as a drummer uh not necessarily favorite but most influential uh somebody that you've followed through the years or a style you've tried to mimic or something who would you say it is that's a that's a good question um i mean the oldest would be trey cool from green day yeah um yeah i just i don't know if it was because i didn't think i could do the travis barker thing I was like, I could pull off these 
safer beats, but yeah. they still have like an intense energy. So yeah, at the age of twelve, he's talking about when he was twelve years old. He was yeah. like, I don't know if I can do Travis Barker, but I can do yeah. all of Green Day. <laughs> I can play American into, Idiot front to back. Yeah, that actually leads into a question I had for Patrick, which was, you ever thought about taking lessons? Take lessons. Yeah, learn some fundamentals. Can we pop pause and do paradiddles and what have Thought about it, but they weren't for me. Yeah, think about it. Give it a- yeah, we are we are a drum podcast, so we should get really into the nitty gritty. Um, what's your favorite rudiment? Playing- no, I'm just kidding. You don't. <laughs> um, so Cam, kind of same question. Guitar. Who's your biggest? Uh, well, like I'm like extremely bad at guitar. Uh, so it was never like, I only just wanted to just be Joe Strummer. And yeah. his whole thing was all six strings or none, none of the fiddly bits. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, it took me a long time to learn that I don't need to just like, that doesn't need to be my feeling. I could probably rise above past just like an E chord. But uh, yeah, Joe Strummer was definitely like the first, guy that would like when i got started getting into clash around like 15 was like well i've got it that's it that's the guy. yeah so okay that leads into another question i had for you and i'm surprised me and you have never talked about this before but do you remember working at jd's oh yeah and uh <laughs> we were listening to a lot of cds and you were pretty young i was pretty young and yeah i, I think, think you're was, a couple years younger than me so i think i was 14 yeah and uh and I, the one album I put on that you really, really liked was Joe Strummer and the Mascaleros Streetcore. Oh yeah. Had you heard it before that or no? Oh, I don't think I, I had, but I knew the clash, but I didn't, I think, cause it was like pretty fresh out, I think. Yes. So and then the I, first, uh, you inspired our original name. Then, that's like, what I'm getting at here. By yeah. default, I'm kind of like the manager, or yeah. what do we call? It? Literally <laughs> every every option, every option we had was a reference to that album, and we put them all in a ball cap hat and like picked that's Streetcore one. True. Yeah, that's really? actually true. Yeah, the others were like Spirit Gasoline and the um, Excitement Gang. And uh, yeah, it was just all teen scene dead. They were all lines from that record. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I remembered of all the things I put on, that was the one you're like, man, this one's gold. I agree. I still listen to that. That and indestructible were like the two records that summer that were. Yeah. 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 I got a Cameron. When was the last time you've shot milk out of your nose? <laughs> At a, uh, it's been a bit. dinner setting. It's been a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to be. I want to be known that like wasn't a I've fancy known Cameron for many years since Cameron was a child. True. I used to go to many Lori family dinners. It was a wonderful honor to be invited to those. Yeah, where everything came from. Everything you're eating coming from the garden. The, the chicken. The, the, the lettuce, the carrots, the milk was coming from the garden. How do you grow uh, a chicken from the garden? Grow a milk plant? You just go out and really, squeeze it? Papa Joe. They got that good soil <laughs> out there. So what's the story with the milk out the nose? Every dinner. Oh, Cameron it was like a party trick. Out of his nose. No, oh. No, it onto was his, just. Onto his food or himself or. You just make me laugh the way I am now. Yeah. It was just Every time I ate dinner there. He's guaranteed that Cameron like was going four to times rifle a week. milk. Awesome. Four times a week. Your poor yeah. septum. Yeah. So you guys, uh, it hasn't been a bit. It's been a bit. Where do you guys stand on poutines? 
Mm. Oh, I'm big time poutine fan. Awesome. Um, only really when I'm in Quebec, though. I kind of don't. Oh. You, there's they got smoked poutine here. I don't. I don't go for none of that. I I don't care about like pulled pork or peas or whatever. Oh no, I hate put that. On. Yeah. Just give me curds and gravy. Yeah. Yeah. I came back. Yeah, I like it, man. How can You're you in? not? I mean, yeah, I love it. I love it on its own. I love it on top of a slice of pizza. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, do it. Do it, guys. Do it. No, you're do, kidding. No, do it. You haven't had pizza ever in your life. Like, Get it man. done. You are kidding. Pizza. Get it yeah. done. That's you, amazing. You got to be minimum seven beer deep, but it's yeah. No, I don't think I can. No, I don't. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't have to be. I'm a grown up. I can be. I can eat whenever I want. Ugh, Jesus. It's not bad. It's not half bad. You kind of oh, like no. wrap it up would... like a wrap, and it's good. Ugh. Okay. Well, any um, like pepperoni pizza? Like, what are we talking? Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't choice. get too wild. Yeah, dealer's no. choice, but like, I don't get too wild with it. I don't think I could do gravy on any pizza. Gravy and pizza to me Why? is just two different worlds. Grow up. I'd rather I'd rather <laughs> eat a slice of pizza and then drink a pint of gravy. Putting them together, it's just like I like both on their own. They're the good same, how they are. It's all going the same spot, buddy. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, okay. That's true. I don't know. Got a little um, Mario special blend over there, making some pudding. I'm making pudding. Oh, oh nice. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Bet you're jealous. So I got more music questions. Pint. If that's all right, all right uh, a little more milk there, Reed. Not a boy. Um, a little splash. It's not the right um, yeah, What are you guys listening to these days? Uh, new records that out this year. Uh, well, I'm going to plug first and foremost Ivan Rivers' new EP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no we start. haven't been. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, plug uh, away. It's a great <laughs> Yeah. Uh, There's No Such Luck. That's a, that's a killer. Four songs that won't, you won't regret listening to. Uh, a friend of ours that was in a front man of a band called Shared Arms. It's like one of my all time favorite Ontario punk bands. He, uh, his name's Jesse Fellows. He just put out an EP, five songs. It's really great as well. And then, like, um, Waxahachie's probably my favorite record of the year. I don't know if you guys know her, but she's, like, kind of indie singer-songwriter. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's real. Her new record's just, like, really, like, bright and kind of, like, alt-country and really good. Cool. That's- I should check that out. I've definitely heard of Waxahachie, but never, uh, never, never taken the plunge. This one and her last one, I think, are her two. Like, if I'm gonna, gonna recommend, I'd say those yeah. two are the ones to. I'll check to them dive out. Into. Pat, what do you listen to? Uh, I've been all over the place. Uh, I've been into the new Bright Eyes record a bit. Um, Phoebe Bridgers put out an album a little while back, so digging that. Ivan Rivers, the new EP, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. I bought a new jazz vinyl, uh, Josh Redman and a bunch of guys, Brad Meldow and stuff. I don't know. I just bought it by chance and it's been pretty Big groovy. It. That's cool. Yeah, that's fun. I like getting weird sometimes. Yeah. I assume you guys are music, big music fans and listeners. Some people who make music aren't really, but you guys actually, you listen to music quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, I, actually going back to uh strummer too, actually, I found, a vinyl at there's this record store down the street called um rotate this and yeah they had like the last joe strummer concert like the one he recorded oh for like the fireman's union 
Yeah. Oh, dope. On vinyl. So I picked that up and like, that's wicked. Um, awesome. Nick Jones comes on stage. Yeah. During that. That's great. That's huh. like, yeah, he died like a week later, but yeah, it was like, Ooh. he did a fundraiser concert for the firemen's union that was on strike, I think in London and Mick Jones joined him and was like, who knows if that would have been a clash reunion. And they're Crazy. playing like, cause he recorded street core right before that. So they're playing yeah. these songs, but no one's heard them before. Right. Crazy. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Is that the record store that has like a basement where they do shows sometimes? Mm-hmm. Or am I thinking of another one? Sonic Boom, I think you're probably Sonic Boom's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got a question for you guys. Um who's Tyson? Oh, Tyson. There was a time uh so there was a time when I was playing drums uh in JR Shitty and the Bean Flowers. I am amongst the five of us, easily the worst musician here. I wouldn't dare to call myself <laughs> a musician. Um, but I just, uh, when, when we were doing that, one of the things that like, it made me realize that this is definitely not something I could do is the lifestyle associated with it. Like the fucking hours of staying up late. Like I'm a morning person, man. Um, so I'm just curious from your guys' perspective, now that you're much deeper into the scene than I've ever been, what is your least favorite and what is your favorite thing about being a musician? Um, uh, do you want to take it? Take it yeah, away. I mean, I can jump in on that. Uh, you're actually kind of hitting the nail on the head as to why I kind of started looking for alternative work and getting out of it. Cause I was like, I mean, I don't know if you guys know or not, but like I studied jazz for six years. Like I went to Mohawk for three and then I was like, I'm, Oh, I'm really into this. So I went to, you took a few lessons. Yeah. I took a, those lessons that RJ was talking <laughs> Good about. To hear. Good to hear. Good for you. Um, and you know, by the end of it, I was just realizing you know, part of it was the the financial outcome that was probably going to be my reality. But the other thing was just like, I'm like, you're taking lessons with shitty students or, you know, gigs with, you know, terrible people or just like people you don't want to be hanging out with. And like for every one gig you're doing that you love, it's like, you you know, you're you're doing six or seven of those things at least. And I was like, you know what, like if I'm going to burn myself out, like I'd rather not do it on something that I you know, love doing, I'd rather keep that, you know, a passion. And yeah. I'm like, I'll just go hate another job and then still love doing <laughs> yeah. this one. Yeah. 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 So what was the intended outcome when you're going to school and all that? Like, are you just, you're just a hired gun? You're doing gigs, studio stuff for just whoever will hire you? Or were you looking to start a jazz band or like, what were you, what was the, what were you shooting for? I mean, I, I didn't really know, but I was kind of hoping to be doing, mostly just work around the city. Like I wasn't ever expecting to become like a rock star or anything. Like when I did the U of T program, my, my thinking was um, the, the teachers I had had were all really good, but for the most part, they were like, they went to school to become a music teacher. Hmm. And I was like looking at some of the other programs out there and U of T was one of the ones where it was like, all the teachers are like professional musicians. Like I had like teachers that played with, you know, guys like Oscar Peterson and stuff like that. I don't know if that means anything to you guys, but he's like, they're like a higher caliber. So I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I got to go study with these people and see how it, it, it actually happens and like what you actually have to do. And that was kind of when I had the realization, like, you know, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I can devote myself as much to this. as yeah. They're expecting me to. Yeah. I mean, I love it and I don't regret that I did the education part, but I got to the end and I'm like, this isn't, isn't yeah. for me as much so it's as it's better now where you have a, 
you got a day gig, but you also have have stuck out here and other things on the go. Yeah, again, exactly. Like it's like again stuff that I love doing and stuff I wouldn't like ever regret. So I can mm-hmm. still enjoy it, and I'm not yeah. like depending on it in any way. Yeah. What about you, and, Cam? Uh, you, uh, Cam, I know your your booming modeling career is taking over, but what's yeah. what's your perspective on the uh, the rock star what lifestyle? What do you love? What do you hate? Yeah, I mean, first of all, oh no, can you guys hear me? You know, if you don't expect anything else, but like, making... hey, sorry to interrupt, there, fellas. Can you hear me right now? Yeah, yeah. I just got booted for the last like ever since you started talking, Cam. Oh, so it didn't record any of that. So sorry. Could you start? I missed all of that. Oh, no, no. Oh, he said it's fun and he likes doing it and he might try it on <laughs> a little longer. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> we'll just edit that in. Well, yeah, RJ, you say my answer. No, no, I am actually curious yeah. because uh, not only musically, but also I'm going to, I'm a little ignorant here. I don't know what you, you do. I know you got your foot in acting, but I don't know yeah. if that's yeah uh well what i said like why cool. i what the best part of like doing music as i think why you guys still like do stuff is like making music with your friends is awesome and if you don't like have any expectation beyond like making something with your friends and like having some people listen to it like it's so great like mm-hmm. that's not that isn't to say you shouldn't like aspire to if you want to to more but as long as that's like success for you then it's it's gravy. You know, the rest is yeah. gravy. The like, yeah. yeah. And then the late nights playing in towns to nobody, uh, with bands that suck or are great even, but like, you know, there's nothing and you know, it doesn't seem worth it. That's the worst part. But I think like Pete Mead's talked about this a little bit about like the Canadian model of, uh, you know, uh, trying to tour is like trying to do like the American model where it's not really possible in Canada. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, too much distance between cities and yeah and i think we should just like you know spotify has he says spotify has been terrible and like streaming is really bad for you know record sales and everything but at least like there are ways now to kind of push yourself that is like if you never play a show somebody in la can still be listening to you right the distribution's uh, taken care of the financials have exactly. just dropped off a bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and that's not great yeah like even if they opted just like a little bit like how what a difference it would make if they just paid like a penny a stream it would be like night and day i mean Mm -hmm. that being said i would say i would wager on we've made as much money like on our last record purely through streaming service like sales yeah as we have like any other you know like at least because then there's not the associated cost like we're not spending $3,000 $3,000 on pressing it on vinyl or right, which we still did, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I know what you added... mean, though. the distribution and just, just making it is yeah. Everything's digital. Yeah. Yeah. It does require like getting on the right playlist and getting in the right algorithm for sure. And like, that's not, we were lucky on the last record that that happened with mm-hmm. quite a few of our songs, mm-hmm. but yeah. That last record is really something like, I don't know if you guys listen to the pod much, but I don't listen to a ton of music these days at all. But like between that album, the Menzingers and Warriors, that's basically been my music for the last year, year and a half. That is all I put on a little bit of big thief, like once in a while. And then some piano shit, but like 
I mean, you could, anyone who works in the doc's kitchen for the last year with me, Warriors, Menzingers, and that stuck out here album, they are all totally yeah. sick of it. <laughs> so we're someone else been heavy rotation in my playlist since it was released. And then of course that just, that brings along every other album too, right? Like, you're like, oh yeah, I remember this album and you're talking to yourself and you're like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thanks guys. Yeah, like getting used to feeling like shit. Like, I, I'll play that. I listened to it five times today. I think just back and forth nonstop. That's mm. nice. Because it's that good. It's oh, that good. It. Like every, every single track is just like, oh yeah, this one. And then you hear it 25 minutes later. And the album's repeating. You're like, oh, yeah, this one. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of which, I actually had a co- uh, copy of the Diggler album right here. And nice. I put it on all the time. I have a CD player up here. Too. Yeah? I used to throw that on. I was throwing that on all the time. As a drummer, okay, I don't know man. how you could listen to that album. <laughs> good. What are you talking about? That's awesome, man. That's really, that is cool. I really, like, love... Uh, I mean, this isn't me uh, making any comments on your style because uh, I'm not even thinking about it in particular. But like my honest to God favorite type of playing is just like super simple. Like I've been getting into like old R&B drummers lately. Like I can't name any off the top of my head, but like just like, you know, from an era where like you couldn't even have a cymbal in the studio because it was just too loud. Yeah. So like playing a hi-hat and like the side of the rim and, and just like there's nothing there but there's so much at the same time yeah it's more about it's more about the vibe they're creating than the actual uh like technically what they're doing yeah like they're there in the room with everyone like playing like they're more worried about what everyone else is doing than like yeah i don't need like a neil pert size drum kit or anything like that i think the limitations add something in music like well, like, I don't know, I could go off on a big tangent here, but like with punk rock music, everyone's like, oh, the sound, the songs all sound the same. But I think part of the appeal to me is like, there's almost some unspoken limitations and parameters. And then what you build within that, like a three or four chord, you can only play power chords and there's a little lead thing every minute and a half. And then within that, the things that people create, like the limitation itself is what makes it interesting. And if you look at it from the point of view where you don't, go into it understanding the limitations yeah they all sound the same it sounds messy it sounds loud you know what i mean if if you know oh, yeah. kind of what they're working with what the tools are then you see how creative people actually are when they when they stay within those boundaries same thing with the drums if you have a guy with a bass drum a hi-hat and a snare drum well he's going to sound like a lot of other drummers who only play those three things but there's a bunch of creativity that you can you know once you understand that oh he's limited then yeah. a bunch more yeah yeah totally. I think like oh yeah what were you saying yeah, sorry. oh i was gonna just gonna say it's like the same thing with like with movies or like any like genre thing you know like there's certain rules to the genre and then once you know the rules you can see how somebody is like subverting them and go oh that's really interesting and clever mm-hmm. but yeah. like you might not know get how interesting a movie get out is if you don't know other other horror movies in the genre and what is like usually expected of them. Yeah. Actually, I find that incredibly frustrating with some things, a lot of things when I know there's a thing I'm missing, you know, and like 90% of people are going off about how great a thing is and you look at it and it's just, I, I, movies is one for me. Like I never got there. I just, some of them, I, I just, I, uh, it's so frustrating. Even some sports, honestly, like, the number of people that love cricket and soccer and basketball. Oh. And I'm like, I know there's a chess game going on here. 
I have no idea. To me, it's like I just can't catch the play at all. I, I love football so much, and I watch it every week, and I play fantasy football. I cannot tell you what, like, an illegal formation is. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I get thrown, like, illegal formation, like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I trust the guy. He's got the whistle and the stripes on. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. We were just watching today, and I was, like, so confused because they, like, they disqualified a touchdown because, like, I, he didn't hit the orange post on the side or I don't know. Like I'm yeah. like, that play would have been yeah. in if he had just like knocked that thing over on the side, but he didn't <laughs> yeah. this time. So it's yeah. not a touchdown. I, guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys both sports fans? Oh yeah. I wanted to hit up the uh, Edmonton Oilers a little bit, Cam, oh. just because uh, oh, I know you're okay. a bit of a diehard. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> Oil change with Cam Laurie. You have oh, a favorite hockey team, Pat? Uh, I mean, just by default of they put money in my bank account every other week, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, so both of you guys have had a hard road with your yeah. favorite teams the last yeah, little but, bit, eh? But Pat yeah, I mean, Cameron, what about uh, yeah, it's really, off the yeah. top? Huh? Off the top on, on the subject of oil change, uh, rest in peace, Joey Moss. That was a big one. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Joey Moss, like, I remember right, him when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Guy had the dream job of every Canadian child in the 80s. Yeah, like, yeah. Heart and yeah. soul of the Oilers Foundation and that, yeah. 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 That's going to be, uh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big shoes Born to fill. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I want to hop back to music for just one second. Um, oh, come on. We just got out of sports. So <laughs> I just want to ask a question to you guys because you're within the industry. Um, with COVID going on right now, I don't think there is one industry that is suffering more um, than the arts, not just musicians, but uh, yeah, any kind of artist. Um, I don't know. I just wonder what your guys' thoughts are on the future of art. And like, are we going to hit a point where yeah, what's like, next? Not, on, not, not only are current artists that are really good, potentially producing less music or less inspired, but we have like future generations of like, what is, what is the culture of music going to be like 20 yeah. years from now as a result of COVID? Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Other than we're fucked. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's going to be tough too. Cause I, it, I think people are going to, maybe some people are being super creative. Like I've maybe written a couple songs in the past six months, you know, like, um, because I don't want to write about quarantine. I like it. That doesn't inspire me, but that's like what everybody's going through. And I guess that's like for now going to be a universal thing, but I, I I don't know if I want to listen to or watch a Netflix show or about this, you know, like, yeah. uh, So, (laughs) and then I don't know when, like, I'm also an actor as maybe has brought up been brought up and I've got um, like a theater company that like has been quite successful here in Toronto. uh, And we're like planning out our next like three years of, you know, uh, production. And it's like, uh, who knows, like who knows Mm. when we're ever going to be able to do that again. Um, so that's grim. But... So are you on pause right now then for that? It's just, Oh yeah. Like there's like theater, I think is probably like, I don't know if it's worse than, than live music, but like live music at least, or music at least you can put out a record, but like yeah, theater is just like, and like the audience for theater too is all seniors basically like the, yeah. the, mo- the biggest ticket buying audience. So they're the most vulnerable dude record it and sell it to disney plus man hamilton yeah. that shit well that's also the, like, 
that's also the thing too. Like right out of the gate, like tons of people were when our company was too, like doing digital stuff, and we just like, I don't know, it's not the same. Nobody, I don't want to watch Zoom play. Although I did last week, and it was really good. But that was just because it was like a good play. That the only option. Yeah, and it was like a production that had already been up in New York, and they just kind of did it for a week. Yeah. See, I I never thought of that. I think what you're getting at though is exactly the reason why, like, I'm kind of more optimistic. Like, you're right. Like, no, not many people want to sit around and watch that on Zoom. So, I think. Oh, I think when it comes back, it'll be gangbusters. Yeah. 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 And I think maybe it'll be more like there's a bit too much of an industry involved. I mean, my personal opinion involved in like a lot of that stuff. Like, you kind of gotta. I don't know. Like, like you're really making a career out of it, and I hope maybe that gets like you know, dis- diminished a little bit by this because maybe people will remember that like, you're kind of supposed to like, you know, like, like I was saying with going to school for it, like, I was just like, I'm not going to enjoy it if I function like this. So kind of hope maybe more people will approach it like that. And I think maybe just like focus more on what they want to do instead of what they feel like they have to do to like make it their career. Yeah. 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 Totally. I will say like being in like the, like either film tv or like theater business like there's nothing like social media is like death to an actor because you just see so many people doing stuff all the time and i'm like been so thankful that i haven't like had that feeling in eight months that's like oh you're not doing enough why aren't you doing enough or like yeah oh i've got to promote this thing i got to promote this thing it's just like yeah "Ah, who gives a shit i'll do what i want to do and then when it comes down and it's like seems like it's you know like reasonably uh, responsible for us to get in a room together like great we'll have a new batch of songs maybe we'll record a record right away but yeah uh, safety first yeah You guys hip to the soda stream? Either one of you guys have a soda stream? I don't, but I I have so much soda water in my day. I need to get one. Yeah, I'm going, through, I'm that, going through glass bottles like crazy. Glass um, bottles? You drinking what? the fancy shit? What are you drinking? No, no, PC, the PC stuff. But I just don't like to do plastic as much as possible. But you don't like the cans? Can uh, baby can. Yeah. I'm not a big can guy, but I no. should. Really? What is that? I've never heard of anyone say that. I'm not a big can guy. <laughs> well, no. It's it's like walking from the grocery store. Like we walk here yeah. in Toronto. I don't want to walk. They don't smash with together and break like glass bottles do. I love that. What a great feature. Yeah, cans are usually more preferred. Cause, yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. Walking I, around. I, I you do not media. come on. Listen, you Actually, do not come on our podcast and fucking down talk cans. Okay? So speaking of <laughs> speaking of cans, you know how they're all made by that company Ball. They mm-hmm. all yeah. say Ball. Okay, so I recently this year decided I needed to pick a favorite hockey team. Finally, I haven't had a favorite since 1994 when the Canucks broke my heart. Um, so I chose I chose the Colorado Avalanche, and I don't know if you guys have heard, but in the last month they sold oh, the rights yeah. to their arena. So instead of the Pepsi Center, it's now called the Ball Arena. Does Ball really need to advertise? Like yeah, there's yeah. no one else making I, cans. 
this is kind of like I don't get like with Sco- like the arena how they changed it to Scotiabank Arena from Air Canada Center because it's like I think the last people and the last thing anyone wants to hear about is their bank giving away eight hundred million dollars to put their name on the side of it <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not like people are flocking to the bank opening accounts because they're like have you heard of this new scotia thing it's on the side of the arena and i like, do like a couple more questions like, why, why, like, why, why is zippers? my fee 15 dollars a month or 20 dollars or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is you're like yeah. oh, I, we I, can't do anything about it no sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did like the the people though that were like they they treated the ace like acc like it was the sky don't be like oh it'll always be the acc to me like why do you care which corporation owns the building? Yeah, yeah. Skydome was different. It had a Skydome's special different. place. Yeah. 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 I wish all build like buildings had like a name that was separate from some corporate spot. It actually it meant something. It had some yeah. sentimental or something. Yeah, yeah no. Like or Madison, it was regional. Madison Square like, Gardens is Madison Square Gardens is a famous yes. building that always will be because of that. Yeah. yeah. Same with Maple Leaf, one Maple Leaf Gardens. Now, it's a law of laws. Yeah, they sucked all that cool stuff out of life and started selling everything. Now hockey players are going to look like NASCAR drivers pretty soon. We all know it's coming. Let me, let me tell you here. <laughs> let me tell you. It is, it is so windy here. That I can feel the building moving as I lie here. I saw a storm warning for, like, flurries, visibility down tomorrow. For here? Toronto. For where? Toronto. Oh, fuck, who cares? Reach, he's not looking at the weather forecast in, in Godrich, <laughs> just out of curiosity. What's the <laughs> provincial weather forecast? I want to yeah. know how you how you're gonna bike in those flurries, you know? Yeah. I know. I, I wanna I know you got tires. <laughs> no, I've got my back tire is like a fucking racing slick. It's so bald. Like I don't know oh. how it hasn't fucking blown yet. It's unbelievable. But I do have a new fucking whole wheel get up, rear wheel get up on its way from Find folks at Hyper. Throw me a bone. Yeah, What's Hyper? Hyper is the brand of my bike. They make BMX bikes. They've been making BMX bikes for ten years or so now. Okay. But yeah, I got. I need a new. I need a new. Well, I need a new rear wheel because it's started spitting out spokes, and I'm like, these seem important. Yeah, I know you want to keep those. <laughs> and uh, I've lost three spokes in the last two weeks. So I got a hold of Hyper. Sent him an email. Nice fellow by the name of Joe got back to me, said he'd see what he could do, and he sent me a whole new rear wheel get up. That's tire, wheel, motor, which is a big one, motor for the fucking bike, for 35 bucks, including delivery, shipping, or whatever. So hopefully it's here soon because you got to do that, that mechanic work yourself. Yeah, it's not that hard. I YouTubed how to take the back wheel off because it's the hardest one to take off because, like, there's this bolt. Where, like, it would go onto the axle, right? Like any other normal wheel, you'd put this bolt on the axle to keep the wheel on the bike. Well, this one's got a wire coming out of it. Seems pretty important. You're right. So, uh, so I don't think I can just jank it off and fucking chuck a new wheel on and jank it back on. So I, I'm going to YouTube that. But it can't be that hard. Get it? Get it? No. Ah, It'll keep you busy. You know, you got to stay busy out there. Oh, not this weekend. No, thank you. <laughs> so I got a couple more questions. Can can I ask the uh, the simplest dumb interview guy question ever? And I, you guys have either probably answered this before or probably deflected this question before. But um, what's your favorite stuck out here song? Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. Pat, you start. Oh, uh... okay. Favorite favorite to play. Favorite song to play? Because then, then you're not like, you know, putting whoever wrote it out, you know, like 
Oh, what's your favorite? About that? No one cares about that. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I like literary selves because it's pretty like moderately paced. Uh-huh. So you don't really have to <laughs> give her your all. Yeah, it's nice, like you know, mid set. But no, Pat, it's, it's, this one's a fast one too. This one, yeah. it's also fast. <laughs> Pat, yeah, this Pat, one, it's also fast. Pat, you get a uh, you get into things quite a bit at the shows. I've noticed you get a, a little bit sweaty. It's yeah. it's a good workout for you. Yeah, it definitely is. I do miss that part about playing shows, like just like yeah, that aspect of like. Oh, well, the first one back is going to be rough, eh? Yeah. Oh. It, is it, is it workout it's only going to be for family and friends, just so yeah, the war gets out. Be so Pat's tired, huffing really and puffing, making it look fucking effortless, right? Like he's working out up there, but he makes it seem so easy to do when you watch him. It's just like, oh yeah, okay, you just do that. That's all you do. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. Pat. Quite honestly, more than one time I've watched you play and gone home really excited. And then realized yeah, that I can't like inspired. do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, oh this is going to be awesome. He just yeah. like did this thing. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And then I realized that like, oh, I actually have to like work to make my arms do that thing. And, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no. He's got a couple years under his belt that I don't have. Yeah, You're inspired mean, and dejected immediately after as soon as yeah. you sit down. Like, oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'm terrible. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I think Embarrass You is probably my favorite song to play live. Because that's the song. That's such a good song. I think that's the song, like, it's just a blast to play. And yeah. it's the song yeah. that I can feel, like, us turn a room where, like, what, when we the play. Is that the one, Cam, where you sing and you're like, go home and pass out. I like that one. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Pass out. Your way out. <laughs> yeah, like that song. That's like my Tom DeLonge moment. Yeah, it is a Tom DeLonge moment. That's what me and Richard called it. Like, yeah, yeah, right on. No, I love it. Yeah, embarrassing is the song that, like, if people know it, they, like, get amped. And if people don't know it, they know it by the end of the third time we play the chorus. Yeah, yeah. It it's just, one of those ones. Yeah. Like embarrassing, you, it, no, embarrassing was the fucking lead-off hit single that, yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. that threw that album into the superstardom it has now. That's like, right, yeah. That's why I can't go to the I, for, store anymore. When I first heard that <laughs> single, I was like, oh my Atlanta, what is happening here? And when does this reg I need to hear more of this. Yeah. First that, one that hit me was uh Saint Sinner's Wine. Oh. I had a, a good four months every day on that. And then it now for the longest time it's been uh Robin Tunney. Oh that's cool. Every yeah. day I mean, just Bore like me. oh man Bore me that's the one I'm thinking Bore me. I like that song a lot. Yeah Bore me yeah yeah, Robin Tony was yeah. was definitely like the one because I wrote that one. The other one's like it's nice to be when you say like Satan Singers Wine to like I can go like oh what a tune because I didn't I, even though I helped you know yeah I know what you mean. I, it feels it. I, different. Get to, yeah. I get to be as big a fan of it as as anyone else. Yeah, like Ivan just not. I mean, Ivan it's amazing. In the park, but it's so good. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. lately Robin Tony all the time. Like oh uh, yeah. We could go into it, but I'm sure you, you've heard the song, so you don't need yeah. to uh, hear me dissect what's, it. Uh, it's great. What's filming a What's filming a video like? Is that the uh, it hard? Is it annoying? Is it fun? It's it's fun. Uh, I mean, we had a blast for the for you for me one. We went out to a cottage. We just like took a day out to the cottage. Like there's there's some work that goes into it. Music videos yeah. are kind of nice because. You know, you can fix most things in editing, so you don't have to be too precious about like getting the takes or anything like yeah. that. We definitely, uh, 
we did uh, like a couple slow mo shots, which means you have to like they film it in slow mo, but they in order for the hits to match up with the song, you have to pay, play it in double time. Ah, yeah. cool. Pat, very good at it. Look at me! <laughs> and, look at me in those shots. <laughs> Way off. I wasn't even close to right. I gotta watch that again now that I know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what looked like a fun video to record was uh, Quiet Bears. That, oh yeah, that, that looked quiet. like a. Yeah. You got baby, baby Ava in there, and yeah, so baby, baby what, is, what is now Ava's house? Yeah, baby yeah. Molly. No Felix yet, but Felix is in the in is in the stomach. Heather's. Yeah, he was on the way. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, that that video looked like a ride to film. So did Clinton Radars, of course. But yeah, Clinton, like, and. and I'm gonna give a shout out to to Kurt Lobb who filmed both those Clinton, Clinton. Oh, right Moore, on. Who, like, yeah, the Clinton Radars one especially. Like, he just him and Andy Appel also shout out Andy, his his partner. They like yeah. knocked that one out of the because that too. Like, I had like, you know, sometimes you feel bad talking to a, somebody who's gonna film it because you're like, I got this idea and it's like barely an idea. It was like road hockey, you know, like yeah. That, <laughs> kind of broad. You make it happen. <laughs> hey, hey, this song about hockey. I'm thinking maybe we play road hockey. That was <laughs> as far as my creative genius went, and he yeah. just like put together like a narrative of it, and you know it they was, did a great job. It was a blast. Yeah. Um, what's the? Uh, I don't know if you guys want to get into this too much, but what's the writing process like in Stuck Out Here? Like, I know you and Ivan both write songs. Does Emmett write some of the songs as well, or Pat? Is, uh, um well like i would say like we like lyric and song structure wise like mostly like me and ivan bring like that but like that's like just like chords and a you know here's the verse here's the chorus but i would say pat and emmett i mean fill out the song like they're writing it as much as but structurally you'll you'll show up with a (laughs) with a song yeah i'd say we 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 definitely worked my songs a lot more for this record than, than Ivan's like Ivan's a lot were like done and dusted and mm-hmm. just yeah. great. And like, there's about three different versions structure wise of like, never should have bothered that. Mm-hmm. Like we just couldn't figure out or I couldn't figure out how to like get the most juice out of that lemon. You know, it was just like, I know this is a big chorus. I know like, no, where I want to go, but it was just, you know, what uh, for a time it was only two choruses and it was only a verse and then a bridge and then, a, and then done. So like that one, we definitely workshopped a lot to go. Like how, how do we fill this all out? And you do and, that all together. You guys all get in a room and talk about it or is it like you and Ivan or what? No, that that's generally like, cause I would probably take it. Cause I generally think I'm done writing the song until I take it to the guys and they're like, no, dude. Yeah, uh, this ain't done yet. <laughs> yeah, um, this so, album too had like a long history. Of, like we recorded it twice, actually. Yeah, and once ended up being demos. Uh, but we had like a friend from Florida, Derek Perry, come up yeah. and huh. he helped us workshop a lot of this stuff. So a lot of the ideas yeah. were actually his yeah. suggestions. Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, and That's I, cool. like he's like before uh, this whole thing happened. This covid19 i like i was thinking like next batch of songs i have that i want to do a sucker here record i'm just because he's from florida i was like i'll just take a week fly down to florida and like hang out with him and see because he's really good at being like uh that's not quite the hook you think it is or like that hook is the hook and you need to hit that three more times like you're not 
And like literary self was like that. We only did the like chorus part at the very end. It was more like an outro than it was. So it was like, and that took a while to figure out how to, cause like just, mm. if it, if it, you get precious, if you're like, you think writing a song's organic, you're like, Oh no, it's got to kind of go in these. Yeah. This comes out of this, but sometimes you just got to be less precious and be like, no, no one's going to know that that chorus wasn't there before. And that yeah. they're going to be stoked that it's there now. So. So, so when yeah. they, Pat, for you, when these guys show up with a song, like I'm sure as far as drums go, they don't give you much guidance. It's just like, Pat, do your Pat thing. What's, what's your uh, process? Do you take a recording yeah, I, home in the headphones or do you just. I mean, we usually workshop a lot of stuff together at that point. A lot of the, when we're collaborating like that, like it's usually in person, um, like in a practice setting. Yeah. And I don't know, like they're never like, too too specific but they do kind of like you know the point out oh i don't want that or this or that mm. like more than than they are like play this exact yeah, yeah it'll be yeah. like pat it gets big here pat it gets quiet yeah yeah real vague stuff and he takes <laughs> care of it <laughs> ivan usually has like an idea of like what kind of beat he wants um, yeah so like usually he'll be a little more specific and yeah. i don't know it's it's fun though it's casual Everyone's yeah, just yeah. Contributing and yeah, it's yeah. usually like, I just lay it down, however, and then play whatever I want in live settings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've noticed or not. <laughs> I can that. That's awesome. Like, um, yep, sure. So you guys want to hit up music a little more? Or talk about uh, talk about others. Do you mind the I music questions? Because I was listening to the the new one yesterday when I was uh, working. And Teely, you brought up that show at Bayfield at the top of the arena. Yeah. I got all the old, like, I don't know if oh, you can yeah, see yeah, them yeah. or not, but you got all the old posters. Gerard Cressus made that Whoa. one. Oh. Yeah, that one right there. And uh, Steve, I don't know if you can see them here. I'll send you an email of them, but those are like the actual, like, Steve made the posters. Or actually, maybe we made those. But yeah. That's I actually... Uh, I actually have a folder of those two. Remember Steve and Gerard used to play at, uh, at the Admiral and Steve, yep. they used to make all those. So when we moved into that Wildwood house after them, Steve left all those posters on the walls and on the cupboards in the kitchen and stuff. I snagged them all and put them in a folder and I still have them like the tunnel of love one from the Admiral. And it was just the two of them and like old, old stuff that Steve made. That's yeah, cool. You have a bunch house. too. This one here, in that house, Steve. Mm -hmm. It's a snowman yeah. eating. I think it's Reed on an yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. That's that one. the one for the show you were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck With that looks so familiar. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Oh. Yeah. What year are we talking about? Door, seven with a can. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. What uh, did that say? Uh, were we? Bird and the shit suckers there? Does it oh, say like the unlikely the candidates? Yeah. Unreal. That's awesome. That was a wow. fun show. I remember that. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah, you have all those It's unusual to do them. I think we did it there because that was the only place like that would let me book it. Like I remember like the town hall wasn't too cool with because I don't know how young would I have been, Cam? Like maybe 50, 15. Yeah. Or, 
Yeah, 15 or 16, yeah. The, the town hall the town didn't like that. Like, uh, I don't uh, think you were a 16 year <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal. I was like, yeah, and I also think, too, we tried to get, like, a like perm license permit like <laughs> yeah. yeah we were gonna serve like uh you know, get an older crowd in yeah actually you guys did do a couple at the town hall and yeah. you let us open for you the one uh with pj bond that that night oh yeah yeah that that yeah. might have been our what like what our last street core record, record it was it was an album yeah. thing yeah 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 um, so another thing I wanted to ask you, this is kind of, we're, we're not chronologically here at all. We're way out of order here. Just so I'm <laughs> sure you've noticed, but, um, so for both of you kind of, but Pat with drums and, uh, Cam with acting, how did you guys get into those things? Like Pat, I don't know. I know Cam, you come from kind of a musical family. Pat, do you come from a musical family? Was there drums around? How did you get into that? Uh, both of my parents played instruments when they were kids, but Never when I was around. Um, so there was no was kid Brad in the house. Brad an influence? Brad. I feel like he was. was. Yeah, he definitely, I took lessons from him in like public school. Um, it was mostly because like, you know, like Ty Searle played guitar. Uh, who else? I know there's a few people that were in my age group that played music. And it's actually funny because it was like around grade five that I like took an interest in it. And like at the time, like new metal was a thing. So yeah. these guys were all like like Tom Shepard and Ty Sorrell. These guys were gonna have a band. And I at first was gonna be like, you know, how they all had a DJ. Yeah. Scratch. <laughs> that was like my original aspirations. <laughs> and then I was like, oh wait, they also don't have a drummer. So that's then why I kind of like leaned into that. I'm like, it was maybe a little more realistic. I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, you made a good choice. <laughs> I'm glad you went the path you did. I took piano in like grade one, I think, like when I was like six or seven, but I never wanted to do the like recital at the end of the year. So my parents were like, well, we're not paying for it if you're not going to do the recital. <laughs> <laughs> Got him a drum kit. Yeah. What about you, Cam? I don't know. Like, I, I got to be honest. I don't know anything about um acting or the industry or so how did that come about and then once you decided hey i kind of like this like what what do you even do to to start something like that yeah uh i'm still asking myself that what (laughs) (laughs) how do i get my foot in the door you know Uh, no uh i think like the reason i like started getting into it i think it's because like i did come from like a big big family that was all music i just felt like like my brother Graham and my sister Heather are like very talented musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and Val, Valerie is also too. And Andrew like played trombone. Uh, so I think I was just, and I just wasn't as good. Like I just knew I wasn't as good as they were. So I think part of like being in a big family is like just trying to like elbow yourself, like things <laughs> that are yours mm-hmm. that you can do. And uh, so I was like, well, I can't draw. So I guess I'll like, I think the Blythe Festival had like the young company. So I like signed up to do that and I took an interest in it. I don't know when I decided that was like, yeah, this is it for me. I don't know why I did. I just can't remember a time that I didn't think like, I want to go to theater school. I want to learn how to do this. Hmm. Um, maybe I think it's probably like watching. I, I can't even remember. Uh, you know what it is? I think I watched Primal Fear 
starring Edward Norton. And I was like, that's awesome. I want to, <laughs> I can that. do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't do that. Not at all. But, uh, uh, yeah. And then I went to like, just applied to university for it. Like I did a bunch of plays in high school when like, no, there, like we didn't have a drama program really at CHSS. I just like asked Mr. Oliver, if he'd like direct me in a play and asked my buddy Alex, if he would be in it with me. And then Pat actually did like the music for it. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. When, yeah. And then from there I did the auditions and I think too, it was just like, I think I told enough people that like, that's what I wanted to do. And that like, I knew it was like a hard Oh no, I'm freezing again. Can you guys hear me? You know, like you try to get an agent, you take cl- more classes, you meet other people. It's kind of like, in a lot of ways, it's like being in a band, you know, like you find people you want to make stuff with, you do independent plays, you like throw it up and you try to get your name out. And yeah, now I've been w- working with one, this company, the Howland company for like five years now. And we just like, we're just applying now to become a registered charity so we can like give out tax receipts and oh, things nice. move in like a positive big direction for that but we've like gotten our our name out there in the in the biz but even even then you're like still just elbows out trying to like make a place for yourself yeah right on all right so we got kind of cut off last time we didn't really go all the way here let's uh let's get into some hockey talk i know tyson and reed just love this stuff so uh, favorite players (laughs) and teams growing up let's go back let's go back to little uh five-year-old pat and cam or eight-year-old whenever you're started getting into it who are you looking up Uh, to uh well patrick watt probably first really going with a goalie I, I think that the, like the earliest, like of where I, my earliest memory of hockey is watching. Uh, I very earliest is Wayne Gretzky high sticking Doug Gilmore. Like that's like the earliest memory I have yeah. of hockey. <laughs> uh, and like <clears throat> adults just being super pissed off and not understanding what <laughs> happened. Like just being like, yeah. just full grown men, like livid and being like, yeah. this, is, this matters, I guess. People still bitch at Carrie Fraser on Twitter about that. To this day, people are angry. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then watching that Montreal beat, beat uh, LA in the finals. And then, yeah. and then I didn't start being an Oilers fan until I think I was like a, a couple years after that. Cause again, my, one of my brothers was a Habs fan. One was a Toronto fan. So I just like, I couldn't be one of those two. So mm-hmm. I became an Oilers fan. I think it was around the time like Rem Murray and and Boyd Devereaux were drafted there. And I just thought. Oh, wow. So it's not even like they were that good. You, it's not like you're a bandwagon Connor McDavid guy. Oh, you... hell no, 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 no. I like, <laughs> no, I'm like first, like Todd Marchant, Jason Arnett. Okay. I guess Doug they had Wade, a good Joe year. Uh, they made yeah. it to the finals. Yeah. Okay. Cujo, okay. Cujo was the, was the goalie. Like I'm talking like back in the nineties when they would like always face off against the stars and Mike Badano would fucking kill us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that's when I became an Oilers fan and it's just been 20 years of misery. Nice. What about you, Pat? <laughs> always a Leafs fan or what? Yeah. I mean, I was never really too into sports growing up to be honest. Um, but Leafs, I guess by default, like I would remember watching a lot of like, Saturday or like hockey night in Canada on Saturday night, like if the yeah. Leafs were on, and I guess so. Like just 
you know, that those are my memories. But I mean, I didn't really, I'm like, kind of like I remember Tyson was explaining his, you know, his level of connectivity <laughs> yeah. to it. And I'm just it's like the names you hear like, the I most. Didn't know. And we'll just fucking lay. Uh, like I, I can't control when the heat gets turned on in my apartment. Like it's in a different. Me neither. And so I'm just like at the whim of like whenever he wants to turn it on. Like I'll be warm. When again. did the, like what do we need for it to happen? Like I am freezing up here. But it's controlled just, uh, by the person. But he's probably on not the like first floor. Oh, we know like Brian. You were gone. I just got booted <laughs> from when Pat started talking about uh, his favorite hockey team. When he said, when you said basically you're like Teely. From then until right now, I just got completely kicked out. That's never happened before. It actually shut yeah, Zoom weird. off and, and then reconnected. So Why are you getting kicked out? You watch all that in a condensed version or you want to just leave it? If you want to just leave it, I totally understand. I mean, I was just like not very, uh, yeah, no, I wasn't. I don't think there's much to say about it. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, what about you? What was your favorite team? You said you're into the Avalanche now, but did you have a team growing up? Till, so I loved uh, when I was like three, it was New Jersey Devils for no reason other than the colors. I liked the green shoulder patches yeah. and I got a New Jersey Devils jersey even like when I was three for Christmas. Um, number 44. I don't even know if they had a guy that was that number. I don't know why I picked <laughs> it. I have no right. idea. And then uh, Pavel Bure, even though I was a defenseman, I loved Pavel Bure. So when the Canucks went to the finals against the Rangers in 94, Against like the Edmonton Oilers from 1990. What's that? That that whole Rangers roster was just like the 90s Oilers again. It was insane. They, they, they crushed me too. They with a better goalie. They had Mike Richter, who at the time yeah. was the best goalie in the world. He he didn't last yeah. long at that no, point. But, but I also remember Mike Richter in uh, I think maybe it was like the World Cup of Hockey. Yes. When that when that was a thing, just yep. absolutely murdering Team Canada. Yeah. Brett Hall had the high stick. Also watched that game at a wedding. Uh, really my cousin's wedding there was they had this like a little tv and off in the corner <laughs> and all the dudes were just glued. <laughs> yeah for me it was uh, vancouver and then uh that year was amazing and even though they lost i was fully on board i'm a canucks fan and then they traded pavel beret and ever since then like 1996 yeah. or something i i first of all i started hating the nhl and now like the loyalty thing and just you couldn't cheer for a team. Like I couldn't justify cheering for a team. Cause it was basically just like picking your favorite color because all the players moved around and they all knew yeah. each other. And it's like a boys club now where to me, the NHL now is there's three teams. There's the fans against the owners and the players. Those are the three teams. The players are on the same team and they don't care about the fans or the owners. Owners don't care about the fans or the players. And the fans are just like, you know, we keep coming back because there's no alternative, yeah. but the product cool. really is not that impressive. Like the game of hockey itself is incredible. The NHL as a product almost couldn't be worse, but there's no yeah. alternative. So yeah, I can't that, that pick a favorite what... team now. Like I kind of, the reason I went with Colorado is because my girlfriend has never been into hockey, but always wanted to get into it. So we were like, all right. I was like, if I'm going to you know, teach you the rules and we're going to get into it, let's pick a team and really get into it. So, you know, we bought t-shirts and did the whole thing. So That's I'm good. a Colorado guy now. That's <laughs> what you say, picking a favorite color. It is like, it just is. And then you just have to stick with it for mm. until it's totally unreasonable. And you just, but like, I can't, 
I can't like I'm a New York Giants fan, and like there's nothing more funny than being a New York Giants fan. Like, our, <laughs> just, just terrible. And when Eli when Eli Manning retired, I was like, you know, maybe I'll because the Giants don't really like they're the big they're basically like the big corporate giant team, no yeah. pun intended. That like doesn't care about the fans and like constantly sucks, but yet they make the most money in the league. Like, this, yeah. like I should just be a Bills fan. That makes more sense. I I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> no. yeah, I I support local. I'm a Buffalo guy just by default of yeah. See, and that's an that's how I think the league should operate. Like the reason the Olympics is so exciting is because it's regional. You have to play for. Imagine the NHL was regional. So then there was an incentive for like Ontario or Toronto to actually develop good players because you know this guy is going to represent your team forever. You're not allowed to trade yeah. him. That's what the Olympics is, and that's why it's great, right? If the NHL was regional, it would it would be it would be amazing. Even just like I mean, like that's one reason I like the or appreciate the Bruins is because I would say that they do have like a bit of a core and have had them for, mm. yeah. for quite a while. But yeah. I do I do wish that there was more teams that kind of had like that school mentality where kind of consistent. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I'm an Oilers fan, and every time the management was like he's a good alberta boy i'm like that means he sucks that means that guy sucks <laughs> you're selling to it selling him to me because he's from alberta i don't yeah. care he's from give me yeah. a fucking russian give me a sweet <laughs> and then you get nail yakupov and look how well, that worked yeah. out yeah well that's that's nobody's fault but the destiny that's just the hockey gods laughed at him. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it happens. Hockey gods gave us Wayne Gretzky, and then they're just like, okay, by the way, you're going to suck for the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah, fair trade, really, in my opinion. Yeah, because I wasn't alive for any of the Wayne Gretzky part. So. Yeah, that part's too bad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the most impressive parts of that conversation was uh, through, this is episode nine, through eight episodes, RJ and I have never returned a question to Ryan. And the entirety of the questions yeah, he's asked. Yeah. Great job, Pat. You yeah. actually asked Ryan, hey, what's your favorite team? Normally, RJ and I are just so selfish. We go on a rant and then the conversation continues. <laughs> actually, it's, it's usually good, though, because my questions sometimes are like, there's just something that I want to say. It's all just really selfish, you know? I have yeah. other motives. So I'll ask you a question in hopes you'll ask me, and then I can say the thing that I've been stewing on for days. So yeah. it's it's actually good for my ego that you don't ask back, and then I realize there are other people in the world. So yeah, it's good for as, me. <laughs> as much as I want to talk about myself, I uh, I like I love that's what I love about the pod is just like hearing what you guys have to say about stuff. So in this one on one format, I you know I kind of want to pick your guys' brains a little bit. I can't make people want to hear what I have to say. Like that blows my mind. Hey every man, week. your house is shaking. I you know I need to I, know. Well, yeah, I mean it's not. Not so much that it's shaking, Pat. Thanks for asking. It's more of a uh, like a sway, you know. Like, like I feel like we should have some. Um, Is it like a quiver? Yeah, like I feel like we should have some some ropes tied to hold this thing down in the yard. <laughs> right, like at the Tension wedding. Row. Yeah, exactly. Think, That's what uh, it's like. At Are sea, they actually lives on a sea. boat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you got married, it's on the mate of the mist with a tent over top. That's what I'm what I'm living in right now. I think uh, the next time we have guests on the pod too, we need to make sure that they don't have epilepsy if you're going to sit in that room. <laughs> <laughs> I slowed it right down. Like it's a slow slow burn here. 
I can speed it up. I can change that to where we're definitely all going to have one group seizure. Be honest, Reed. <laughs> how many times have you fallen asleep with that on and woke Today? up? Yeah, like one no. of those dreams. Like- <laughs> I did it about eight, about eight minutes ago. I nodded out for a second there. But then I had to remind myself that I'm on the podcast and not just listening to one right now. Um, yeah, if you talk about hockey so- for too long, Reed just fades. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I did. And it was, it was a, I came back though. I'm here. When we talked about fitness tractors. Sorry, go ahead, Cam. No, I was just gonna say fall asleep to podcast. That's that's a bad wake up like at 2 a.m. Just oh no. I've literally slept all weekend. 60% right here where you're looking at me right now, and the other 40 in my bed. Most of it most of it's been here. Been more you need some chicken noodle soup, man. That sounds like a Chicken noodle, noodle soup is the worst need. soup of all the soups. What? Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's not my first choice. Soup, but when you're feeling yeah. a little bit it's cold, it's nobody's first choice. Like when you go to a restaurant and I see soup of the day, chicken noodle soup, like you fucking phone that one in. Like that is lazy, <laughs> garbage <laughs> old, soup. Old people like it. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants. Nobody it. wants it. No. Here's your hot chicken water with fucking macaroni. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> All right, boys, we're in our uh, last minute here. Zoom's going to boot us. So we should uh, sign off officially right. here before it just kicks us Thanks out. Thanks a lot, guys. Right. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you much, guys. Love See you later. Chat soon. Woo! We're not done yammering yet. More to come. But first, here's Stuck Out Here off of their 2019 release, Until We're Each Someone Else, with the song Embarrass You.
man. For A, what a good time. You know, <laughs> they still haven't picked the fucking president. Like, what is happening down there? Oh, God. They need some help counting. Like, I'll go down in the one, two. I honestly I do want to see. They see, keep saying that. Still counting votes. Still counting. Take, can someone please take a picture of the room where there's just a pile of envelopes and a bunch of people sitting around? Because I, I just want to see it. If that's what's happening, I want to see it. Why have you been working on this since last week with the ones coming in the mail? Like, all right, we got another one for Joe. Another Donnie here. I want to see the process so bad. Yeah, I learned the difference between uh, I learned the difference between the House and the Senate today. Oh yeah, fire! I did. It's very, very simply put: the uh, the House controls the money, and the Senate controls the legislation and the bills. So apparently, while Barack Obama was president, he was a Democratic president, and the. Republicans held the Senate and basically nothing fucking happened for eight years. Every oh, bill that he shot in there, every oh, bill that he shot in there just got fucking shot down. They said, ones. nah. Yeah. Nah. No, nah, thanks, Obama. I don't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to hit it up too much, but here's my uh, political view. Okay. You ready for this? <laughs> I should have written it down or thought about it more because I might just say something real fucking dumb, but I'll just edit it out if it's real dumb. Oh, um, I'll keep it. In my opinion, the election was over four years ago. The rich people won again, and the rest of us lost. And four years from now, the rich people are going to win, and the rest of us are going to lose. It doesn't matter who, what the guy's face looks like or what his fucking name is. It's like the rich people won again. Biden, Trump, whatever. The rich people won again. And they're going to keep yeah, winning. You don't edit, you don't edit that out. I it's already over. People are like, oh, we don't know who the president's going to be. How much money's in it your bank account? Because I can it tell you matter. what the next four years of your life are going to look like based on how much money's in your account. Canadians acting like it fucking makes a difference to us. Like, I know. It doesn't fucking matter. Trump maybe around with some tariffs there at the beginning. The fucking Jay Trudes, he burled on down to Dub C and was like, hey, knock it off. Yeah. Fuck your daughter right here. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, fuck, don't fuck her. Fucking, I'll take the tariffs off. Chill. Everybody's watching it like it's a game show. Like, the get the popcorn, the, the election's on. Like, you guys realize this is your fucking life? It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's so true. It's such a shit show. Oh, man, yeah, it's like, just nuts. The movie Idiocracy like, nailed right. it. I'm going I'm like, hey, man, now. Fucking. Here we go. Staying up all night. <laughs> we got at seven thirty. There's nothing new. Yeah. Um, I just checked. They still don't have a fucking present. Fucking what's going on over there? Yeah. Like they get to like two thousand three hundred. Oh, I lost count. One, two. Like they starting over. What's going on? Come on. If I'm American, I'd be fucking pissed off. <laughs> that's the thing though if you don't have any money nobody cares if you're pissed off at this point i don't care when just fucking pick someone <laughs> dragging it on too long they'll be like oh what's he gonna do post it on facebook we'll just fucking erase it if we don't like it that much you know they don't give a shit if you don't have any money <laughs> whatever man yeah just vote for every four years and shut up yeah i don't know fucked up anyways but anyways <laughs> you guys want to hit up covid and religion now or <laughs> yeah how about that jesus huh <laughs> quit waving your dick around when it runs it goes wow 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 let's talk about something totally different you guys been watching hockey 
Yeah. Yeah. No, know. me neither. There was that. There was that fella who he fucked up big time. Who was that guy? Guy fucked up. Uh, yeah, he fucked up big time. <laughs> I uh, don't know. <laughs> he just got drafted, young fella. Oh, the that bully. Guy, that guy. Yeah, the, the bully guy. Fucked himself. I liked reading that story. Fuck him. him. And now everyone's like, get out of here, you Yahoo. We don't fucking want you, you move. You know what's going to be really cool oh. to see, actually? Five, ten years from now. Is he is he on the street? Fucking you know, hooked on pills or something? Fucking... Or is he or is he running yeah. a foundation for bullying? No. You know what, what I mean? Teach people how to bully? Be a better bully? No, no. But like one way or another, this is going to have a huge impact on that guy's life. He's not just going to say, well, I'm done playing hockey I'm now. Like, I'm going to go start fucking painting houses. Yeah, that's the thing. It's 50-50. Dude, they fucking sauce it up. It's either going to fuck him up or he's just going to yeah. go play in Europe. If, if he's good enough at hockey, he'll say, fuck you guys. He'll go make, you know, 800000 a year in Europe. In our reality, the kid's going to be fine. He's wicked talented. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But well, I mean, sometimes it makes people do a fucking one eighty, and they they're like, "Yeah, you, you know, know what? I fucked up real smoke, bad." Let the smoke blow over, and then you're like, "Yeah, get, you can come blame us. We were just kidding." We just <laughs> yeah, we didn't do that for PR. Everyone was looking at us. We had to do something. Yes, I yeah, love yeah. Uh, on Reddit too. Like the comment sections always tell the story, and um, I was reading that story on Reddit, and within the first couple comments, someone was like. Uh, the best part about this is that that one team, uh, the team that drafted them, like didn't care about this at all until they started getting some backlash, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you're exactly. right." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. People, people started looking, team. so they had to yeah. do something, right? Yeah. No one was looking before, and they're like, "Yeah, fucking, we would have fucking flushed the retard's head too, or whatever." I don't even know what he fucking did. <laughs> oh, <Reed. laughs> I thought you in parentheses, fucking, you know. In air quotes, <laughs> flush the retard's head. Yeah, no, it makes it okay because you did that little thing with your hands. Yeah. Facebook <laughs> doesn't like it, they can censor it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. like, fucking, you can still play hockey with us, but we got to fucking do something right now, so. Hey, go away, bad kid. Yeah, and six months from now, we'll sign you under that. a different name. They're going to get this yeah, guy. Where did they the pick up this? He's like, Frank, come in the back door. You still say the party. Now. Yeah. Like, where did they pick up this John Smith guy? Yeah. Undrafted. Walk on. Yeah, right. He's got a drawn-on mustache. <laughs> like Johnny Oduya. You know, that guy in yeah. the NHL, his beard looks like it was drawn on with a Sharpie. Oh, Every year dude. in the playoffs, he grows it out. It's perfectly black and, like, yeah, it looks like a Sharpie beard. It's like Creed from The Office. I've got the printer ink. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, you guys doing Movember? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not shaving the mustache. <laughs> I yeah, thought about gender. it. I took a couple of pictures and sent Tyson. We had a good laugh, and then I realized I just I don't think I can pull off a mustache. Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, you can. I don't know. You just gotta, just gotta fucking do it, guy. Just gotta give it a real college try. You I feel like the first, the first week is the worst. I was gonna say the first three days. You're just like me. You need to get past the Mexican face. Mine came about sitting right here one night. Fucking, I think it was uh, April, fresh into the pandemic, lockdown, what have you. That's and I was exactly like, I got shaved, and I like I had fucking scraggly beard going. And I just started taking little bits off here and here. Like, oh, that looks funny. Oh, this is funny. And then I sent out a snapper. I'm like, 
fucking pandemic dirty stash. And I got zero positive responses. So I was like, I'm keeping this bitch. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. I won't shave for three or four days and I'll send out a snap. I'll do the reach. If anyone says like anything good, I'm shaving it. You get some some rogue hairs that start curling over the lip. I'm like, I get rid of that guy. Oh, right yucky. Away. Yeah, you don't want that. The soup strainer. Yeah. You get like you, you get stuff in it. That's great. Like, portion of it's all matted up because you had some ice cream earlier. Fucking wonderful. Yeah, see, I don't know. I don't know if I need that. Nobody needs it. <laughs> you want it. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. For folks that don't know. Uh, I'll bleep out the names, but we we used to know a guy who um, well into his adult life would pee in urinals with his pants down around his ankles. Smart. It's just smart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. You're you're guaranteeing no one's going to fucking roll up next to you and start going. Oh, yeah. You got elbow room when you're at a urinal and you're 18 and you're fucking. Yeah, you got elbow room. Maybe if you're lucky, you get a nice fucking breeze. Like, you know, when you're taking a piss outside and the wind picks up, you're like, whoo, that feels nice. And a nice breeze on there. Move your balls a little bit. Yeah. No, the balls stay in the dick hole. Just the wiener comes out. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Who the fuck stay in their balls (laughs) in their dick hole? (laughs) I don't know. Next time I go to a urinal, I'm totally doing that full junk out. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, my balls aren't out yet. Look at the guy beside you, like, dude, where's your balls? <laughs> Getting hitched. What the fuck? Is, what am I doing wrong? Big you got it going on. Mean he's oh, my God. Getting it in there means he fucking tricked this one into fucking saying yes. That's all I think. Pulls it out the fucking dick hole of his pajamas. That's it. That's as far as he gets. You know? <laughs> she wears an old pair of his pajamas and he fucking pulls it out his dick hole and slips it in her dick hole. Picture in the fucking big lake. <laughs> <laughs> right at the end of the driveway. Right he pulls him to his ankles to piss, but he fucks with him up. <laughs> yeah. Big lake style. So. If I ever have sex again, that's how I'm doing it. <laughs> Should be like, oh, you're friends with. <laughs> <laughs> like you fucking know? Like what is this? Get out of here! The next fucking the next girl what? I bring over to my house, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna piss with the bathroom door open, and I'm gonna put my <laughs> pants down on my ankles. But then when she wants to have sex, I'm gonna refuse to take my pajamas off. <laughs> I hope I can leave some of this in. Would you eat her hair? That's what I want to know. Oh, Vegas. Um, every year my old man and my, my mom would uh, take me to the desert there for four days, which is long enough. After four days in Vegas, you're like, I'd like to go home, go to bed now. Um, <laughs> you don't do that when you're in Vegas. The one year we went, it was, it was like um, a memory I'll, I'll never, ever forget. Um I had my own room, obviously. I'm not fucking bonking with my folks in Sin City. And it was the first night there. And, you know, you're fucking tired from traveling. Traveling is fucking exhausting. Like, all you're doing is sitting in the car and then sitting in the plane. But it's fucking exhausting. And then you fucking slam back fucking 
35 Jack and Coke. So you're playing $5 blackjack hands. The old man, he's already fucking got banged up and passed out in the room. And I think it's just mom and I, and, uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to turn in. I'm like, yeah, me too. Me too. And, um, go upstairs to our rooms and I had a fucking banger. I had a fucking huge king size bed to myself. Just amazing. What resort or hotel? Where are you staying? You remember? This year I was in, we were at uh, Imperial Palace. Okay. Right in the middle of the strip. Fucking central locale. Yeah. And I'm fucking, I'm, I'm laying there. I think I was watching cops eating some fucking little Debbie Swiss rolls or something in bed. Yeah. Living it up Vegas styles. There's a knock on my door. It's like fucking three in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I figure it's just some fucking drunken Yahoo, right? And I fucking look at the fucking peephole. Nothing. So I'm like, all right. Like, just some drunk idiot fucking playing Nicky Nicky Nine Door. Get back yeah. to bed. Knock again. I'm like, I'm going to fucking snap out on this motherfucker. Look at the people. They've got their fucking thumb right over the bitch. Can't see out. I'm like, you're fucking dead, guy. Whip open the door. Motherfucking Chad DeGroot. Fucking Chad was working in Colorado. Dad set it up. Dad paid for his fucking hotel room. Oh, my God. And for him to get the fucking... No, they drove. Him and a bunch of buddies from Colorado drove 10 hours overnight to Vegas to surprise me. Dude, I don't even know. That would blow but, your mind, eh? When you're in a place like that, you don't expect yeah. to bump into somebody Dad you know from set home. set it up from Canada, fucking Bayfield, Ontario. Said, gets a hold of Grootsy and fucking... Uh, where was he working? Colorado. Somewhere in Colorado. I can't fucking remember. Fucking, hey, he said, hey, we're going to be in Vegas these dates. You get there. I'll pay for your accommodation. Fucking, they show up. It was like fear and loathing in Las Vegas, man. They fucking, they had this video camera of like a camcorder bag. Dollar drops. Amazing. (laughs) I flew in from Canada. I couldn't bring nothing. So you didn't sleep. When you were laying down to go to bed, you did not sleep then. I've never been more lit. Like I got I got eight ball up my nose and I'm talking to my parents. I'm like, yeah, I want to go out of the strip. I got sunglasses on. It's fucking 11.30 at night. I'm inside. <laughs> Anyways, we go to this strip club called Spearmint Rhinos. It's a fucking big deal. Like 20 bones just to get into the joint. And uh, top shelf. Good times. Go for a fucking dance. And one of Chad's buddies is in the plush chair beside me getting to dance, I guess. Like, I know where this is going. Like, fucking recliners. <laughs> He's about to get his fucking dick sucked by this chick. And I hear her say, don't pull your balls out. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> why would I? Like, why would you pull him out? Like, she didn't want to pull him out. In case security saw, like what you fucking, it's okay to be slobbing his knob. And balls is where they draw the line. Oh, excuse me, sir. No balls in here. Yeah, sir, <laughs> put your fucking nards away, you sick Canadian bastard. 
pull pull your balls out. Don't pull your balls out. The funny thing is, she probably has to say that four or five times a night. Yeah, she says it to every knob she's about to fucking go. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, balls. Yeah. Like, what dude's incredible. like, yeah, she's going to fucking suck it. I'm pulling it all out. Fucking <laughs> big dropping trout of the floor. Fucking strip club recliner and fucking the champagne room. Scotch garden is fucking arsenal. Oh, my God. Did you yeah. just start laughing or did you talk about it later? I was, I think I was just like, did she just say don't pull your balls out? <laughs> like, I started talking to the dude. I was like, what the fuck? We were smoking Parliament cigarettes. Parliament American cigarettes have a recess filter. So we could fucking fill it up with blow and have a little snooter right there in the bar before we let up our dirt. Nice. We were fucking lit, man. Having a little snooter. We were chucking craft singles off the fucking balcony into the fucking parking garage next to us and fucking just sticking them to the fucking cars in there. Craft singles, bacon on the fucking paint jobs of these fucking cars. Gross. Fucking Nevada heat. These people don't know they're going to fucking come out Four days later, be like, oh, time to drive home, Gertie. Let's find the Buick LeSabre. No, what the fuck? It's covered in cheese slices. (laughs) Baked into the paint job. I got no snacks. Have you guys ever been overseas? Oh, yeah, Tila, you went to Spain and loved it, right? Uh, Yeah, I've been to Amsterdam and to Spain. Spain was awful. I would would live in Spain. What do they got over there that I don't got over here? It's uh, honestly wall. the biggest difference. Good walls right here. <laughs> the biggest difference that I noticed in going from Europe and coming back to Canada is the way that our infrastructure here is not set up for you to walk. Like in oh. Europe, it's just like really normal to for, to walk everywhere, um, and it's just like really convenient. Um, yeah, in Canada, walk. it's just like it's even it's even like some not even walking. At some points in Canada, you like feel awkward going for a walk. You know, like when you're driving your car on your own, you're like, "Why the fuck's this guy walking out here?" Yeah, we're so spread <laughs> out though. Like, what are you, you walking think that's part for? of it? Well, maybe. Yeah. And then no money. In it. No money in fucking. Can't buy walking insurance. You know, fucking. Government not like these hey, guys when they're going for walks. You get to keep the economy going over here. Insurance, you're fucked. <laughs> Got to renew my walking license every year. Fucking make repairs to my walkers. So taxing the shoes higher. Yeah. And they like they drink nonstop over there and hack darts, but like they're, uh, they're all fucked up. They can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> their their culture in general though everyone's so much healthier like part of it is uh in north america we're just we non-stop work whereas every day there from three to five it's fucking siesta time no matter what business everyone shuts their doors and closes and you can't get a goddamn thing from three to five and, and then five you go back to work yeah and a lot of places like it's not uncommon there to have dinner at like 10 o'clock at night like the one huh. night when we went yeah. into one of the bigger cities there was like kids running around the streets at like eleven thirty. Cause it's just like, yeah, their parents are fucking. And they're fucking wasted on wine because fucking they can. Yeah, they don't give. They don't give. You fuck. can hold it. You can drink it. They'll serve it to you. Yeah. I remember when we worked wrong. for uh, Parisio painting, and he'd tell us about Argentina, and like, I'm pretty sure he grew up on military base and stuff, so he probably didn't. You know, he he probably had kind of a crazy time, um, but he he kept telling us how dangerous it is and all this, like. 
you guys wouldn't make it 10 seconds down there. You wouldn't make it 10 seconds. So the one day me and Byro got home just out of curiosity, we started Googling just to, to find out what it was like, like what he was talking about, you know, every picture we saw was like a beautiful forest or a waterfall or like everything was just beautiful. Like, I don't know, George, I think I can probably swing it for 20 minutes at least. Like everything looks great. Yeah, fucking, fucking gringo in Argentina. Fuck that. In the cities, yeah, it probably wouldn't be that fun. What, what, Tilly? The difference between Amsterdam and Spain? Why are you so sold on Spain, but Amsterdam's kind of just like a nice holiday? I don't like the Dutch. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's two things I don't like. People are tolerant of other people's cultures, and then the Dutch. <laughs> Um, no, I, I would just say, uh, Amsterdam kind of felt in a way like Niagara Falls. It felt like really touristy oh, and, for sure. uh, yeah, it just like, it had a way different feel. Whereas Spain just felt like every, even in the big cities, everything just kind of felt like a small town, super laid back. People were friendly. Yeah. Like in general, people were friendly. The, yeah, it was, it was cool. Did you go all around? I know when you went to Spain, you went to a lot of different places. When you went to Amsterdam, was it just kind of one one place? You were in the city and that's it? Or did you see like rural parts of the no, country or anything? I did not see like the rural Netherlands, which would have, maybe that would have completely changed my mind. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We were just like, and it was a shorter you, you trip. Like I was in Clifton uh, Hill. Fucking yeah. Clifton Hill the whole fucking time. And <laughs> yeah. Another fucking wax museum. It was <laughs> I think also the context of the trip when I went to Amsterdam was like I was there with Nate and it was for uh, the 2010 Amsterdam Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were there for like a running race and like I was fucking like 20 years old. Like I didn't have much travel experience and I don't know. And then going with it to Spain with Eris, who's like he's an experienced traveler. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he just kind of knew cooler shit to do and cooler places to go and just more effective ways to spend your time and have fun. Yeah. One time I drove an unlikely duo to the airport to send them on their way to Amsterdam unsupervised. Who do you think that duo was? Moo and Vermeer. I want to say Julie Brandon. <laughs> Moo and Vermeer. Johnson and Jeremy Kipfer. Oh my God! To Amsterdam, drove them. Me and I drove them to the airport and said, "Hey, see you later. Get on a plane, go to Amsterdam. You guys have never been out of here in County, but good luck." <laughs> it's like Charlie from uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" when he we, says, we, "Never." We had Annie, Annie Johnson's car, and Isaac and I fucking here in County toured that car from fucking the airport in Toronto back to Bayfield. And we were doing so good. We were drinking and fucking smoking fatties. And we were doing so good. Like fucking not spilling anything, not burning anything. Fucking as soon as we cross that threshold in here in County, boom, all beers are fucking all over the place. We're spilling everything. <laughs> we're dropping joints all over the fucking upholstery. What's in there? What happened? <laughs> just fucking drop it off at Bruce and Like, here's the car. I fucking run down the driveway. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they got that way. Okay, bye. <laughs> Everything's covered in beers, fucking roaches, and fucking burn marks. Yeah, Colin Johnson and Jeremy Kipfer. That would have been wild. You imagine seeing those two fucking being a fucking native Amsterdammer? And you're like, what the fuck is with these guys? <laughs> those guys in tourist mode would be crazy. 
Oh, God. They spent like seven hours at the fucking Guinness factory. It just wouldn't leave. They're like, ah, we're good here. Colin <laughs> <laughs> can probably handle the nuggies better than most people, though. Well, that's what they fucking they loved about it. Yeah, yeah. Colin, Colin was <laughs> paranoid the entire time. Fucking getting pickpocketed. Fucking yeah. He had everything fucking taped to his skin under his clothes. Fucking... <laughs> Somebody did steal his camera, I think. Oh, that's bullshit. Not that awesome, but I mean, fuck, look at that guy. Like these guys were. Like, Carl was nineteen, I think. Oh Jesus! So Kipper would have been twenty-one. Carl wasn't like going to his fucking mom's house when his dad's there because there's too many people in the house. <laughs> fucking, how's he sitting on a plane in Amsterdam? Amsterdam? <laughs> if you guys could go <laughs> anywhere, any dream trip. You get all expenses paid one week. Where are you going? Who am I going with? Uh, oh, that matters was, a lot. I was going to say solo. Solo. Let's do a solo trip. Solo? I'm going to Jamaica, man. Uh, those people fucking, they got it figured out. I liked it. There. You're going to an all-inclusive resort in Jamaica? Absolutely. It's a good choice. They put corn on their pizza. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kicker. Feely? Uh, <clears throat> um honestly if i was going solo if uh if american election wasn't so fucked i'd probably just go somewhere in the states honestly really like if i'm if i'm going solo i don't want to go to like europe or i don't know i just don't Not think like europe a big hike easy. through asia or something that's a good solo oh, that track. terrible well, yeah, no, not man, for you, but like I mean, shit. Tyson likes hiking and shit, so. Oh, no, but like the, the, be, the best part about uh, doing that hike to Ottawa was the fact I was doing it with my buddy Ben, like the fucking jokes we had going the whole time. Yeah, but you're not going to um, find your spirit animal when Ben's there. Yeah, but I'd rather. <laughs> if, yeah, I don't know. I'd like, I don't think traveling solo sounds fun at all to me. I don't get these people that fucking do those things. Like, going on vacation, what are you doing? I'm going to fucking climb a mountain. It's not a fucking vacation. Okay, what about this then, Ty? You're you're allowed to pick a nice resort, and I want to fucking sit for fucking seven days, and then I want to get up and fly home. What did you? I fucking (laughs) sat there and I drank and I fucking ate some corn pizza, fucking met some wacky folks, and fucking headed home. Good times. So, Tilly, you can pick the person. You get one person, or what? You like a group? You like one? What do you like? I'd rather travel just one person. I'd travel with my buddy Ayers again. We had a fucking killer time. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Where'd you go? Spain again? Uh, because we've already done Spain, I'd say no. Uh, relatives of his just recently moved to Texas, and they invited us to come down. So if like COVID wasn't happening, I'd probably be going to Texas sometime soon. Really? Um, anywhere in the world you're going to Texas? I, w- I didn't no, see but, that coming. But, no, but the anywhere in the world thing, uh, like I'm sure as fuck not going to Asia. It would probably be like somewhere I'd go to like France or why not, why not Asia? I, too crowded? Yeah, too crowded. Fuck that. Hmm. I'm gonna break protocol here. Where are you going, Ryan? <laughs> I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking I'm picking you two and we're all going to Bayfield and we're getting a cottage and we're not fucking calling anyone and we're not telling anyone we're there. That would actually that be really awesome. fun. That would actually be fun. In Bayfield, and we're gonna we didn't realize how now. much fun it was when we all lived in Bayfield, and we could well, just like, you Wait. just want to meet up? Want to go to the gazebo tonight? Yeah, I'll meet there, yeah. and then we'll sit there. Fuck Jamaica, let's just sit well, in the gazebo. Uh, 
The Corvette people are showing up for the Corvette show at seven <laughs> in the morning. We should probably fucking head home. That was a I'll long day, man. All for another couple hours, fucking. <laughs> I'll be right down. I'll see. I'll, I'll fire one up. Let's see. <laughs> Out of curiosity, we were actually bound to get here at some point because it's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty broad topic. But um, what's your favorite book ever? Oh my god! What the fuck just happened to our podcast? Yeah. Rage doesn't like what? books. Fucking Bible. Next. <laughs> 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 Oddly uh, enough, Tyson's is actually a cat book. So two like things you love. Book, and I like yeah. the fucking TV guide. And no I books, like, eh, Reach? Yeah. You're fucking out. Books, I got none. books. I got books. I read the books. Well, what, do you, what do you like? I like I like autobiographies. I read a lot of autobiographies. All right. Why are you bashing books, man? Come on. It's a fucking Fuck it's books. People have books. <laughs> Fuck these people. Fucking books. Yeah. Oh, look at all my books. Fuck you. I read a book. I'm fucking displaying it all over the joint. Fucking, I get it. I read a book. Get over it. <laughs> You're one of those guys who keeps his books I'll, in I'll a box. I'll fucking tell you a story. You keep your books in a box, don't you? Yeah, crate. Yeah, he's a book in a box guy for sure. Pop shop crate. Ooh, that's a good one. Fucking right, it's a good one. What's your favorite flavor of pop shop? Lime Ricky, bitches. We didn't even need um, to think of it. Don't they have a cherry one? Is a cherry black uh, cherry, black cherry? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take that. They Thank actually, you. uh they sell those at the dollar store right close to me. I saw them there the other day, and I was looking for just a regular, a cola one, but I couldn't find it, so I didn't buy one. The fucking pop shop at the dollar store? Uh, yeah, there's a dollar M, and it's weird because yeah, it's a They've shitty dollar. Far. <laughs> pop shop used M. to be like Primo brand. It was like fucking four dollars yeah, for a little like bottle. Exclusive. Yeah. This store, like, what's weird about this Dollar M is like items that a dollar store should have, they don't have. The other day, I went there to get like just a regular squirt bottle for the kittens when they're doing shit they shouldn't be, so I don't have to yeah. get up, <laughs> just squirt. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a good move. Yeah, it is because you only have to do it once, and then they see you pick up the bottle, and they're like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. Um, but yeah, they didn't have a squirt bottle, but they had Pop Shop. I was like, "What the fuck's going on over here?" So you're fucking opening Pop Shop, fucking spraying it on, I'm fucking shaking it up. It's all they had, Hammy. I'm sorry. Dousing him with a cream soda. Wow, it's all fucking sticky. What the fuck? I thought I was the one you liked. What's going on here? So funny. So, Brian, what's your favorite book? Yeah, what's your favorite book, guy? We don't want to talk about books. We're breaking protocol twice in a night. Yeah, no, we don't want to talk about books. I'm just trying to throw topics out there, man. I don't know what you like. Fuck. You're reaching. Fucking books. We did movies. We've done songs. I was like, books? To be honest, I I, uh, I like audio books these days. A hell of a lot more than sitting down reading a book. I like moving. You know, you can cut the grass or fucking build something. Like, today I built some shelves. Listen to audiobook. It's fucking great. You're moving. You're learning shit. You're doing stuff. It's that's good stuff. Heads up. Take it or leave it. We're eating ass. Um, I had this conversation. So I have two clients right now. And they're like 22 years old. And uh, we got talking about, um, have, you ever guys, have, have you ever reflected back on your life to like when you were like between, let's say, 16 and 21 and thought like, wow, I thought I knew a lot back then. And my brain was not fully developed. I was very stupid. You ever, you ever had that I thought? Just, I think back and I'm like, I can't believe I'm alive. 
<laughs> yeah. So exactly. This it segued segued into a conversation about um, what's the like most dangerous or stupidest thing you did as a teenager. And um, my first thought was uh, when Feeney used to have his parents Tahoe, we would go back uh, on the one dirt road. Fuck, what's it called? The, the what's the May two four pit May two four pit road? We'd go back there, and uh, when it was snowy, um, whoever was sitting in the passenger seat would crank open the door, and you with one hand you're holding on to the car door, and with the other hand you grab the holy shit handle, and then just in like your boots or your shoes you start skiing. Yeah, good wholesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So the, the one time when we were doing it, like what you're, what's supposed to happen is, uh, and I didn't tell them this part of the story, but what's supposed to happen is uh, when you feel like you're going to like fall or you like slip or whatever, you just use the holy shit handle to put yourself back up. But there was one time we were doing it and I was all fucking baked and stupid. And I started like falling. I just let go. And like Feeney <sighs> almost fucking ran over my ankle, like not to his own fault as me being a dumbass and letting go. And I remember like them slamming on the brakes and like Bird opening the door, like looking at the window, being like, "You okay?" And I just burst out laughing, and then all of us start laughing. Like, yeah, that could have gone fine. south. Oh, Holy. I could have easily lost an ankle. Like, imagine well, how different my life would be. Ran over my, uh, ran over a bass player, Dave Sutherland. And <laughs> we need to I hear that. I the window and went, "Thanks a lot. See you later." Kept driving. Didn't even know I fucking ran the guy over. What do you mean? He was laying on the road, or how'd you run him over? Well, they we used to practice at the Captain Rock Ranch outside of Goddard. A long ass fucking driveway that got filled in with snow every 32 seconds. Like you could literally have a fucking tractor blowing it out every 10 seconds. And by the time I got to the end of the driveway, it'd be blowing it with snow again. And I, fucking, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get out of this driveway. No problem tonight after practice. And I just fucking gunned it. And uh, didn't make it. Fucking. <laughs> So the boys are all watching. Like, as soon as I start driving away, they're all putting their snow gear on. Like, we're going to have to go fucking push this guy out. <laughs> fucking Dave Sutherland fucking, they got me rocking and I fucking got some traction and I just started going. Fucking, I didn't even see fucking Dave go down. He went down. I drove right over his fucking knee and his leg. Fucking blah, blah. Blah blah, and I'm just like put down the window. I'm like, thanks a lot, guys. Like, brah, 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 brah. Keep <laughs> Holy fuck! No Was idea. He okay? it's fucking... Oh yeah, he's still around. He's still here playing bass. He didn't break his leg or anything, though. I guess the snow. Yeah, he had a bit of a cushion. In the snow, yeah. Fucking, I didn't really just push him down into the snow. Wow, that yeah. could have been worse. A lot oh, of close totally. calls here. We've had some close calls. Right over the fella, and then waved at him and said thanks and kept going. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i don't think i can talk about the things i did when i was a certain age like not only am i kind of like i wish it didn't happen but they're bad enough that like i don't know if you can still get in trouble for that stuff i did i did bad things that i wish i didn't do uh not to people and I never stole. Oh, I know what we're going here. It, it involves toilet cleaner and tinfoil. Wow. Yeah, no, I was thinking way worse than that. Okay, then let's tell that story. Mailbox bomb is not bad. Just blowing up people's mailboxes with mailbox bombs. You That's fairly innocent. Head? You did? I, never, I never heard a person. No, no. Nothing like that. Just like, um... Hi, Yammers. It's Ryan here. I think we need to have a little talk. I've uh, typed out a little thing I'd like to share with you. You see, sometimes we, 
as younger people, can have moments we're not really proud of. Moments when we make decisions that we probably shouldn't have made. I personally have had a few of these moments. To be clear, I didn't hurt any living things during my time as an extremely poor decision maker. I didn't steal things. Don't get me wrong, I still made poor decisions. But I'd like to talk about some other things right now. First of all, the power and importance of forgiveness. I know we've all heard that before but I'd like us to just ponder the notion a little bit as we go about the rest of our day. Second, it's true that good people can do bad things, and we should not be judged by our worst moments. Like Alanis said, you live, you learn. And lastly, I would just like to let everyone know that I give to charity when I can. I'm kind to animals and strangers. I smile to make old, frail-looking people feel comfortable when I'm at the store or the bank, and I hold the door open for people whenever I can. Thank you. Talk about an underdeveloped brain. I don't know why we did this stuff. At the time, I was like... I don't think I can listen to any more of these stories. (laughs) Dumb stuff, man. won't permit me to just fucking sit here. (laughs) So, uh, we like, the kind of shit we used to do when we were fucking acting like dumbasses, I remember when I was in grade nine, and uh, there was one of those coffee houses at the high school. And uh, I remember Cam, the band he was in at the time, they were one of the bands that was playing that night. And I'm pretty sure me and Bird played this night maybe we didn't maybe maybe colin's band played that night anyway because we went and uh broke into the drama room and smoked a joint yeah i'm pretty sure <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, kind of shit like yeah it was, it was fantastic while you're in there did you fucking set the room on fire and all right it didn't do anything that bad hey i'm gonna cut that part out so stop referencing it please so oh, that i can keep God. the rest of this <laughs> For the record, uh, everyone, I did not start any fires. That was uh, fucking. He was exaggerating a previous thing we talked about. My God. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, so yeah, Reed, what did you do when you were younger? That was uh, bad <laughs> behavior. Get drunk and shit in her fucking shoes and walk around town and think it was funny. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> piss in her buddy's mailbox and fucking ring his doorbell and fucking run away. Fun stuff. We didn't fucking. I used to. Uh, actually, <laughs> another thing I used to do at hockey tournaments. Thousands of dollars in damage. No, no, no. Stop it. So I used to, uh, when video cameras, somebody got a video camera and we'd be at hockey tournaments and it was right around when CKY was coming out. And so we're like small town kids, you know, and we're in the city. So it's exciting. There's cars and people and stuff everywhere. And I was really good at um, like tripping and making it look like it was an accident. Stage fall. So we'd go to Tim Hortons and I'd get like four extra large black coffees and I'd be carrying the tray across a crosswalk at a red light and I'd pretend to trip and dump it on the hood of the car and they'd be across the road in the bushes filming it. And then I'd have to outrun (laughs) some dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did that a lot. Actually, somebody probably has footage of that happening quite a few times. Oh, that's awesome. Like I'm, Me, uh, fucking, I'm getting an ulcer and it's fucking flaring up listening to these fucking <laughs> stories. No, Reach, oh, I didn't do anything bad. that bad. Come on. You didn't do anything very good. Hey, and man, then, as far as karma and all that shit goes, we're even because someone stole my pumpkin and it was really nice. Oh, like, here we go with the fucking pumpkin. <laughs> Sometimes I lay in bed at night. If that was you, you would have fucking taken pictures. that pumpkin 
you would have fucking hooked it up to a car battery and fucking tortured it. And then you would have fucking thrown it through a priceless <laughs> work of art. I never heard people or did anything damage. like that. And then would have been like, the Astro. You know, like, no. I got I got to fucking go down. I am, I'm all worked up and concerned. Okay. <laughs> I was uh, really young, man. No, there's nothing you can say. You don't need to be that angry. It's all good, man. Hey, we're at uh, we're at one twenty. So any parting words? I got a, I got, I got company. Oh yeah, he's got stuff to do. All right, we'll cut her off then. So uh, another week in the books. Hell yam. Good yam. Good yam. Thanks for listening, yammers. Happy episode nine. And uh, yeah. Check out the yam jams. We got three solid yam jams already. On the Check out playlist, the AM jams. Yeah. Tealy, do you have Apple Music? Negative. Okay, I might transfer that over just for we we do have uh, right now we're about sixty forty Spotify Apple, so right. I'll, I'll I'll keep copying it over to Apple. I already know all the the jams that were picked for Yam Jam, but I'm still gonna listen to them all. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are teaching me two new songs. That'll be cool. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get cut off here. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Holy shit, what a night. Follow us on Instagram at the Yammer Podcast. Hey, we did it. Thanks for listening. Bye.